Hey everybody and welcome to Dyson with Death with Georg. Ryan, how are you doing this lovely Thursday morning? I am doing well. It is gloomy-ish. Yeah, just checking. I'm not saying it's gloomy here in Seattle, so getting me in the mood for some Misty Rapids mm. shenanigans. Here it's blue skies, horizon to horizon. So, uh... Well, um, there's no recap as you guys might have heard. And we're doing Georg today instead of Roy, because we need to check up on our wizard buddy and see what he's doing and what he's up to. Um, so why don't we yes. talk a little bit about where we left off with you uh, before we delve into the game? Yeah. Do we want to do we need to do any chit chatting out of, out of game? Oh, yeah. Stuff? Normal chit chatting. What's going on in your life? I forget about this. Uh, nothing really. But I, I did feel like it warranted uh, sharing with chat that I had my my first IRL encounter with uh, one of the viewers of the show. Right. How did that go? Bizarre. Um, ooh, that, was, that was fine. I mean, it yeah, caught me a little off guard. So shout out to that guy. I don't, I don't know who he is, but was he a student awesome. at your school? Yeah. So this was at work, like while I was in, in the study center, and I thought it was like coming up to ask me a physics question or something like that. And he like shook my hand. I was like, crap, I don't remember this guy. Is he one of my students? So I made an effort to remember my student's name. So I was like, who, oh man, I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm, <laughs> I'm that teacher. Um, but then he was like, I really like dicing with death. And I was like, Oh no, they found me. <laughs> it's all over. It's it all over. It was a super busy day because of midterms this week mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I didn't really have time to chat with him. I don't even know if I got his name, but yeah. Well, congratulations. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I know. I'm, I'm like a real celebrity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One whole fan. I'm jealous. I've, I've never had a real world encounter like that before. That's okay. Fine. I mean, you've done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've done like Koibukons and things. But I guess oh, yeah, that's but that's different. Games. Yeah. That's a little different. Um, cool. So now what happened? Uh, what did we do last time? Um, last time we did mostly bookkeeping, researched some scrolls. Yeah, made some plans for building our soul forge. <laughs> we found a, a the, pond a in, in the soggy hills, right? No, I think I, I think I did, but it's yeah. But the main issue is I, I want to fabricate spell in order to hmm. expedite the construction, and that is a fifth level spell that I haven't researched. In hindsight, I probably should have just learned that instead of wall of iron. But hey, you can learn. So uh, I now need to upgrade my library in order to research the Fabricate spell. Mm. Um, so we're after, we're after loot. So you're after... As usual with D&D. You're after loot. You're after some mist dragon scales. Yeah, so there are some exotic ingredients necessary for my alchemy. We've got mist dragon scales for the potion of gaseous form. And troll amygdala for potion of speed, though uh, I, you know, trolls are pretty well, tend to come by them often enough that I don't think I'll go seeking those. The trolls are really excellent spell components, mm -hmm. soul components. Mm. 
all-purpose um, utility animal. Speed does age you, so that probably requires a system shock effect. For what? Use of a potion of speed ages the individual by one year. Mm, that would require a system shock check. That's pretty dangerous. Yeah, that sucks. I don't know why anyone would ever use that. But hey. I'll make it and feed it to a henchman or something like that. Yeah, so at some point, a quest up to Mistrea may not be out of the question. Why would you want to go to Mistrea? Isn't that where the Mistragon is? No. Although Mistragon. I could understand why that you might think that, considering it's named. the name of the Mistragon? I mean, I know where it's like north of Hillsborough. Yeah, it's north of Hillsborough. Mistrea is a kingdom to the west. Uh, is, are they the Amazon kingdom? Nope, that's uh, Matava to the south. Oh, God. All right. Eric's not up on his geography. For this He's new, new to this world. Or this country, right? You're, you've only been here like a yeah. year? I'm new to this dimension. Yeah. Um, yeah, a year? I have my birthday written down somewhere. Someone I have it written saying. down. Your birthday is in November. Like and November what is it 3rd. Now? We are currently in September. Oh, so he does almost have a birthday. Yeah, you're almost 18. The name of this dragon. That's a reminder for everyone. Georg's 17 years old and murdering people and stealing their souls. Um, I think this counts as a traumatic childhood. <laughs> Kids these days, they grow up so fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, All right, so uh, let's kick you off in in your home. Yeah. Yeah. So has any time passed since last episode? No, we're going to pick up the next day. It is the, or that day. It's the 6th of September. It's a Tuesday. You have your potion research for a potion of speed and a potion of gaseous form. Mm -hmm. Um, Both require, what is it? Rare components. That's what these are. Yeah. And we established the components. Yeah. I think rare and then some like i forgot we didn't even bother to note it because it's doesn't really it's not really important there's like normal procedures so that's like stirring or titrating or yeah teabagging that's not that's that's not that's not a mundane procedure no teabagging i I have much to learn (laughs) all right so you're here in Misty Rapids, uh, the unlabeled town on our map, in the center of our map. Yeah, um, all of the towns are unlabeled. Right? Yes, they're all unlabeled. Beautiful. Um, actually, I might want to end up giving you a labeled map instead of an unlabeled one, but we'll do that another time. Um, so welcome to Misty Rapids. Yes. So... I'm actually in the keep, mm-hmm. just outside of Mr. Rapids. And I guess if we're going to jump into game, I'm going to do my usual procedures, which is what I am sorting out my spell. So I don't need to memorize a deep pocket. So in the morning, I spend the first hour, I learn a deep pockets and a conceal alignment. Mm-hmm. I pass the deep pockets on the robes. So memorization there takes 40 minutes for two second level spells. Right? It takes me 10 minutes to cast the deep pockets on the robes. Mm-hmm. I cast the conceal alignment on... Now I have to think. I'm level 9 now. I am I am probably an evil entity in and of myself. 
Do I walk around as a mildly evil person with a profoundly evil artifact dangling around their neck? I think I still conceal alignment on the amulet. Yeah, that's probably a safer bet. No one thinks they're evil. Right. Although I think I probably did do the test. And then that leaves us at 51 minutes of preparation, so I cut into the dig into the regular memorization of spells. I wish I don't think I need to spend much time today because I, I mean it's 10 minutes per spell level, so you can learn what one spell at that point, one first level spell. I can, you can do your whole spell memorization, can't you? Right? No, if you cast spells within the first hour, um, you okay? So then it was backwards. Like I guess I memorize all my spells and then I cast. I thought it was you had you can you're considered rested for the first hour of the day, and as long as you start memorizing spells while you're rested, you can go through the whole memorization sequence. I thought, and this is how we've kind of been running it in Hardcore Heroes, that we had done if you cast a spell within the first hour, you have till the end of that hour to rem- to memorize new spells. Okay, so then I guess what you do, what I do, then then I guess you do all the memorization, and then you start and you. St- start your day right yeah so if i need to rememorize all my spells i spend like five hours memorizing spells mm-hmm. and then i cast a spell and i have an hour before i am done no i think if you want to memorize like 10 spells then you just have to memorize all 10 spells but i think if you have like all your spells memorized from the previous day and you wake up you could wake up cast a spell and then yeah, rememorize it to replace it but you can't do like a full day's worth of casting or like four hours of spell memorization, cast a spell, and then memorize a spell. You keep flip-flopping on this and making it way more complicated than I thought it needed to be. So then I guess, so you're basically saying you can't really do the three spells in the morning unless you already have a full spell book or spell. Right. If you want to memorize a lot of spells, you're going to be, you probably can't be casting any. It shouldn't be free spells for everyone. It should be, you know, you woke up, you cast one spell, you want to memorize a new one to replace it right away, and that's fine. But not, you know, wake up, spend four hours memorizing spells, cast one, and then memorize another few. All right. Okay. So then in that case, I mean, I guess this 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 will be fine because I am on rest. And I probably got full spells, but in general, I guess I will have to start actually. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll have to stop using this trick. Um one quick question mm-hmm. with regards to the Medusa's lair. Do I have any guess how far underground it was? And I, so I guess the only question that matters is, is there more than 10 feet of dirt between the chamber and the surface or less than 10 feet of dirt between the chamber and the surface? That's a good question. Um, part of the entrance has less than 10 feet. But I think the core of the chamber itself is. But so, if I, but I could teleport above the entrance with minimal risk of difficulty, or better yet, maybe I'll ri- I'll ride out there and teleport back if the need arises. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, so the morning of the 6th, I will make my preparations Mm -hmm. and conjure my phantom steed. 
Do you have a name for your Ride favorite steed? Towards the Soggy Hills. Oh no, I go through these guys so quick. Actually, I do. I can assume that it's the same Phantom Steed I keep conjuring. I mean, it's not really a real thing. It's a fake thing, but you could name it. You know, it's it. I I conjured it. It is a yeah, but it's not really alive. I mean, it's the whole like if you teleport from one place to another, are you really the same person? (laughs) You get into questions of what does it mean to be alive or to be a thing. I don't think it's alive. Has hit points. Yes, but so does a table. That's true. <laughs> Wraithwind, I think that's what chat uh, named it. Wraithwind, okay. There, there we go. go. I conjure Wraithwind and ride out of Misty Rapids towards the Soggy Hills. Oh, those. It's probably getting a little chilly in the Tether Wilds. Just a bit. Um, kind of a... Almost a Mediterranean climate around here. So it's okay. going to be a little bit warm still in September. You could could still be quite warm. I actually have temperatures for you. Ooh, in one level, Wraithwind can walk on water. Mm, a 10? At level 10, yeah. In fact, if I used a soul, I could do that right now. Hmm. How lovely that would be. Okay. So you head out into the soggy hills let's do some random encounter checks okay and start looking around for the medusa's lair you have 19 intelligence so you can probably find your way back to it without too much trouble i also I can... have a direction sense proficiency yes. so i was towards north and so that probably helps and i don't know yeah um so eventually after maybe how far is this? Oh, but I did maybe a bit of retcon. I probably have this sort of shit in my pockets, especially because I am a proficient seamstress now. Um, I do need a blindfold, and I would like to tie the unicorn horn to like my let's go with ankle. Inner thigh sounds sexier, but I think I think ankle is probably more practical. I mean, the unicorn horn's pretty big, you know. It's okay, so it probably like runs the length of my leg okay so up the 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 four so leg. Probably like wrap, wrap it fully in in cloth yeah. maybe i paused to do that here outside of the in the soggy hills rather than when i leave home. i don't know if that's too uncomfortable to have all the time uh i mean you'll get it's like when you put on a ring and start wearing a ring for the first time, it feels really fucking weird, but eventually you just get so used to it. This isn't a ring. This is like a foot-long shaft of ivory. Yeah. So it's a little awkward tied to your leg, but if you leave it, if you keep tying it to your leg every day of your life, you'll eventually just get used to it. <laughs> All right. Well, but you make your I'll... way through the tether wilds for a few hours, uh, the soggy hills for a few hours. Yeah, until I you cross back to that. I cross the river at some point. Yes. Long, like I go to a ford. Yeah. You come back to that kind of valley area where there's these crumbled statues standing around. Um, yeah. And make your way to the drapings that covered the entrance to the Medusa's lair. Mm-hmm. And find yourself standing before it. All right. I will dismount and leave my phantom steed to guard the entrance. Mm-hmm. Um. I will tie the blindfold around my head. Like Shia Hatan. And 
Did he have a blindfold? I think he was just blind. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have changed my name in Rule 20. Tie the blindfold around my eyes and cast a clairvoyance inside the main chamber. Hmm. You have some uh, I... pituitary gland lying around? Always. Who doesn't? I guess I can delete it, but I had an arrangement with the local butcher, so I kind of have infinite right. gland, I think. As long as you keep Which, going by the butcher shop. Neal, Neal gland. Okay, I got 17, so I'll drop it down to 16. God. Yeah, that's like... And, that's I do have a, and I do have a second memorized in case this encounter lasts longer than nine minutes. Okay. So you clairvoyance and I will into walk the Medusa's lair. Inside the Medusa's lair. So here I'm probably still blind, so I trace the wall with my left hand. Wait, why are you clairvoyancing if you're walking in? Because I'm blindfolded. Ah. So I'm, I'm seeing with in my mind's eye the main chamber, at least. So eventually I'll walk into my own vision, right? Right. And you're clairvoyancing the... just so that you don't see the Medusa and get turned to stone. Yeah, so I, can, so I can watch the whole encounter without risking turning to stone. Right. And I will announce myself as I walk in. Sure. <clears throat> uh, did I get a name? I don't think I did. I think it's just Medusa, right? I don't Mine. think there was a name given for her. Cassandra. There we go. Oop. All right. There we go. Cassandra. It is I, Georg. You see, are you home? Uh, in your mind's eye, as you're walking down the hallway, kind of holding with your right hand on the wall, uh, you see the Medusa step into frame, um, look around for a moment, and then kind of look up in the direction of the invisible sensory organ that would be the focus of your clairvoyance spell, um, and cock her head slightly to the side, and then answers out back to you. How does, did you roll for that? There's a, a chance that someone will notice it. It gets rolled every do round. Have, do I have the same chance? Um, it, the chance is dependent upon your level and your intelligence. It's not in the spell itself, is it? Is it um, like, the spell is says it, it uses the same chance that it works like um, uh, a crystal ball. And okay. a crystal ball has a chance. Okay. Do I happen to know that or would I have to research that? I can that? tell That's you... Let's see uh, the chance of so it's based on for each intelligence point above 12 the creature adds uh, an additional arithmetically ascending cumulative chance so 1% <laughs> at 13 3% at 14 6% at 15 10% at 16 and so forth for their intelligence um, okay. also a cumulative 1% chance per level or hit die and then also a bonus based on your class so, I have no idea. So my chance is good. I probably got like a twenty-five percent chance to notice I'm being scried on per level. Um, it would for you would be eight plus twenty-one at eighth level, so twenty-nine. So you would have a minimum. Of, uh, so you'd have twenty-nine plus eight plus nine. So okay. thirty-eight That's... and eight. It would be forty-six percent chance of detecting someone scrying on you. That's good to know. Okay. I think I did that right. Yeah. All right. Um, so she spots the scrying for, attempt. Yes. For, forgive my intrusion, but I figured it was safer than seeing you with my own eyes. Hmm. And maybe at this point I walk into the main chamber. I don't you know do. how long the passage is. 
You walk into the main chamber. Obviously uh, blindfolded. And from your mind's eye, you can see her walking towards you until you can feel the warmth from her hands as she puts a hand on either side of your head. Right. I and keep an eye. If she does anything fish, she doesn't have, does she have snake hair? Is her hood up or down? Her hood is up, so okay. you can't see her snake hair. But she puts her hands on either side of your head and begins okay. to lift your blindfold off. Uh, I keep my eyes held shut and like, then stop her. No, 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 no. Like, is, 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 is she, like, are we fighting here? Is she, are we like, she's not it... fighting. She's gently almost caressing your face as she's taking this blindfold off. Yeah. It's maybe I, uncomfortably I, I, intimate. I object. I, I don't mind the intimacy. I mind the removal of the blindfold. Cause I'm, yeah, I guess I can choose to close my eyes, but yeah. Now, now, I'm not going to destroy you or eat you. I don't. I don't think you can control it. Hmm. Being destructively beautiful is in your very nature. I have too many potential uses for you to see you turn to stone so soon. <laughs> Have you brought me a mate? I long for having children of my own. Perhaps I have. I've I've thought about the arrangement we discussed. Hmm. I hope I haven't kept you waiting, but what is time to one like me, but just another dimension? I believe our agreement was you reveal the location of the Chimera's lair here in the Soggy Hills to me. I can lead you there if I need to, but not without a mate first. I nod. And if this union is fruitful, Mm. I... Would like to look after one of the eggs. <laughs> These will be my children, not yours. Uh, our children. No, no. These will be my children. You are simply a blunt instrument that it happens to be necessary to create them. Then it seems we won't have a deal. Only one. I will look after it tenderly, I assure you. If you wish to expand your brood further, I'm sure we can come to a similar agreement again and again. As necessary. If you worry that I might bring you demise, caring for a child would certainly spell your end faster. What do you mean? It takes many years of practice to be able to leave people intact. Caring for a child would quickly leave you still as a grave, cold as ice. 
You don't Have think you I could do it? Have you thought this for, through? Caring for another life? Are you ready to do that? Do you have the means to care for a full being? To protect it from those that would seek to destroy it? Cue a montage of all my horses dying. <laughs> <laughs> I understand more than most the value you're, of life. You're awfully young to raise a child by yourself. No, I think that would be a terrible mistake. I will not send one of my children to suffer or die through negligence or malpractice. <laughs> Nightwing in chat. I'm 17, I can raise a baby. <laughs> she might be convincing Georg. Knock my head for a minute. Come now. You do not want the responsibilities, the burdens. Perhaps and you if I'm not mistaken, you have no ability to lactate. How will you even feed the You're... child? Do you? Would you like to see? Yes. I don't know. I don't think Garrick says that consciously. I hope not. Um, verbally. Uh, perhaps you make a good point. But if I wish... But I would like to see our children. Keep an eye on them. Uh, to your knowledge, has one as gifted as me <laughs> bothered uh, Medusae before? I am no mere blunt instrument. I expect our children would be extraordinary. I did not anticipate you being so emotional. If you cannot handle the difficulties in this arrangement, perhaps you can bring me one who need not be around for the end result. <clears throat> I am looking for children of my own. I am not looking to enter into as your people call it, a marriage. I am not looking for I not... know the right term, a, a custody battle. <sighs> Do not make things more complicated than they must. Give me five minutes of your time, as it might be. I will give you the Chimera's lair. <laughs> Very well. I think Georg caves. I shed aside my black robes and let them fall to the floor. She takes you by the hand and you end up leaving the clairvoyance AOE. When it is clear where she's leading me, so I stay blindfolded. In that case, I do take my robe with me. Okay. Uh, yeah. My hand. Um, I probably still have like my boots on with like a. With a... Yeah, she, she just leads you down. Maybe a, I guess a, I, maybe I just okay. Yeah. A slight when it's clear where I'm going. I cast a clairvoyance on that chamber when it's clear where I am, where she's taking me. Sure. So uh, she just takes you to her bedroom, which is just 
down the hall in a different chamber, slightly far away. Is the bedroom at all interesting? Not really. Um, there are a bunch of statues standing around. Of, statues of, of burly men? Uh, not burly, but of men in various states of undress or half-dress. Mm-hmm. Um, you get the distinct impression that these were probably former lovers who uh, are getting dressed after the fact and then get turned to stone mm-hmm. and now they are artwork I, decorating her room I hang my robes on one of the, <laughs> one of the statues <laughs> one of the guys who's like ah! yeah with a convenient arm out mm-hmm. yeah there's already like a belt over there and there's some jewelry dangling from his ears and you know it's mm-hmm. um and you and the Medusa work together to produce a new generation. Consecrate the arrangement. Yes. Um, this would be everyone's perfect... last nine minutes. I don't know if I... Okay, this would be a perfect time for a break, is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, but we're, we're too, way too early for a break, but this would be a perfect time to just... Fade to black? Yeah. Um, do that for narrative sense and just come back in two minutes. We missed uh, the boat. Yeah, sure. You know what? Why don't we just take a break right here, guys? We don't need to see any more details on this scene. And when we come back, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. See you guys on the other side of our first short break. Bye. It's no cheesecake. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to Dicing with Death, where we're comparing oatmeal to cheesecake. A logical um, comparison, no? I- I'm saying oatmeal's delicious. Ryan's saying it's good cheesecake. I mean, it's it's food. I guess you can put like berries on it, or but it's such like a simple, basic breakfast meal. You know, it it, it's filling, and I don't know, it's good, and it's got a nice texture, and you know, there's no frills attached. It's not difficult to make. I'm pleased with it. Um, so back to Dyson with death. Georg, uh, sometime later leaves the Medusa lair. I think your concentration on the clairvoyance is probably broken. Um, Interesting. By the acts involved. I figured that the visuals would enhance the experience for me. That was one of the main reasons. I'm sure the visuals are enhancing, but I think at a certain point you become unable to properly focus on the visuals and perform your paternal duties. Whatever you say, I, I'm just, you know, I don't, I don't know how much you can concentrate and, you know, I, I don't know. I've never been a wizard before. Neither have I. Um, either way, the the event wraps up, um, and the Medusa leads you, Cassandra leads you by your hand back all the way out to the front where you can feel the cool breeze blowing through the valley I against take your my robe. face. I take my robe with me. Right. Does she have a bed? Oh yeah, she's got a nice co- comfy floor. soft bed. Okay. And, you know, lots of blankets and pillows. There are probably questions as to how she acquired these items, but well, who knows. Yeah. Mm. Uh, once outside she asks you to remove your blindfold so that you may follow her servant that will take you to the chimera lair um am i aware of where she is yeah she's beside you she's 
was holding you by your hand. Now that you're outside, she has her arm through the uh, crook of your arm. Where is your servant? Do I? I didn't hear anyone else approach or anything. Uh, um, I'll like lower my blindfold to make sure that she's at my side and I don't look at her. She is. Uh, you see her arm in your peripheral vision, pointing towards the ground, where you see a snake kind of coiled up. Um, looks like it's sleeping or just hanging out a few feet in front of you. Well, isn't it cute? <clears throat> well then. She kneels down and goes up to the snake real close and starts whispering I, to the snake. My eyes. Yeah, I mean, the back of her head is covered by a hood still. Mm-hmm. Um, she whispers some things to the snake who stretches out and begins to slither away. I okay. Does she stand back up? Yeah, she stands back up. And... I I close my eyes and go to kiss her on the cheek, but I might miss if she moves. Uh, she helps guide you in the right direction. Uh, locks this... lips with you for a moment. Ooh, not the cheek. Nope. And says, no. uh... "This has been almost enjoyable. Perhaps I will see you again." I bow with mustering all of my etiquette proficiency. Lady, and I turn open my eyes and follow the snake. Okay. As you walk away, you hear her calling out behind you, may you slither across my path again. <laughs> um, and you can mount your oh, yeah, horse and follow the snake along the way. Was the, okay, does the snake seem bothered by the horse? Or anything along um, those lines? Well, you're following behind it, and it's moving away from the horse. I don't okay. know how you would tell if a snake was bothered by something. Other than, you know, being defensive. But it, it's cruising. Cruising through the forest. Okay. Um, yeah. You follow the snake for many miles. Uh, until it's getting later in the afternoon. Not, not quite evening time yet, but later in the afternoon. Uh... And can I get a perception check from you? Not a con check? Uh-uh. Chat's rioting. I wouldn't call this full-blown riot, but... Oh, Whoa. my God. All right. You can just pretend that was the con check, chat. Con <laughs> seven, by the way. Uh, the snake cruises on up. Um and starts ascending this slight rise in a hill when you see up the hill in the direction of where the snake is heading a quadro of kobolds. Four kobolds? Yes, four kobolds. Um, they are seemingly bickering. One of them's holding up a rabbit by the ears. It's clearly a dead rabbit. Um, and the others seem to be arguing with him or yelling at him about his bunny. Uh, the right, snake I don't keeps speak cruising in their kobold. direction. Yeah. I speak hobgoblin and maybe somewhat related, as well as orc and ogre. Um, I think when I spot them, I shout, no. Ah. I'll yeah, shout to them in hobgoblin. What do you shout to them? 
Well, who are you? Cross my path. They snap their heads in your direction, seeing you atop your phantom steed. Um, And the one holding the rabbit drops it, and they all run. Come back, you forgot your quarry. Uh, They bolt up the hill in the direction that the snake is slithering. I follow the snake. Keep an eye on the kobolds. The snake keeps going until it comes right up to the entrance of a cave near the top of this hill. Uh, It's got this big kind of rocky face that's almost sheer, almost like half dome, but, you know, much, much smaller than half dome. Uh, And right in the side of that, maybe 20 feet up, is this big cave. There's a a little bit of a waterfall coming out that's quite gentle. Uh, It's really just water running down the side. And you can see little notches in the wall. And up in the cave itself, you can see a couple of kobold heads poking around the corner, looking at you. Okay. This isn't where the snake is going, is it? The snake is going right to the base of this hill. Uh, I mean, you're near the top of the hill, but right to the base of this cliff. All right, I continue to follow the snake. It doesn't climb the... The face or anything, does it? It slithers up, starts climbing on top, or trying to climb its way up on top of these big rocks that form this uh, debris pile at the edge of this sheer cliff face. Um, And then Um, kind of coils itself up on top of one of them, uh, right next to these little carved out steps that make like a, a crude ladder. Okay, so the steed probably can't ascend said ladder? No, the steed cannot ascend the ladder, but the ladder's only 20 feet high. What if it were a Neotar? Could it ascend the ladder? (laughs) What level does my steed turn into a Neotar? I don't even know what a Neotar is, but... Alright. I don't like the implications. I leave the steed at the base of the ladder. Okay. Uh, You see kobold heads looking down on you. As so you the, approach. the snake sort of leads to where the kobolds are. Right. Okay. So the snake leads to the base. There's this cave 20 feet up, and there's kobolds in it looking down at you. Um, quick question about Featherfall. It is a catching time one verbal only spell. Mm-hmm. I assume it is meant to be cast while falling? Yeah. Or is that not? So like if I get if I fall off a cliff or if a kobold shows me off a cliff, I can quickly cast a feather fall as I'm falling. Mm. Or I think if you good question. And like the, the quintessential is like wizard jumps off a cliff and casts feather fall midair, right? Right. So I think and if we... you have your you know you're going to be falling. You can start casting the spell and then kind of jump off at the last moment when you finish the spell. I don't know mm-hmm. if you, like, if you're falling from a short distance, like 20 feet, if you have enough time to get the spell off. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably do some sort of versus initiative roll where I roll a d10 and you roll a d10 plus one. And if your mm-hmm. roll is lower than mine, you can get the spell off. Yeah. Sure, whatever. Okay. Um, I go to start climbing. Uh, I like. Can the snake communicate? I like reach out towards the snake to see if it wants me to take it up or if this is as far as it's leading me. 
it doesn't respond to you as you reach out for it. Um, but you do hear the sounds of scraping above you and look up in time to see a kobold dropping a rock on your head. Um, <laughs> it misses. It misses. I rock. shot a hob, hobgoblin. You little shit! <laughs> Can you understand me, little beasts? Um, as you're looking up shouting this, you see what looks to be a much larger rock kind of being pushed towards the edge of the cliff. I step backwards. Why don't we roll initiative, Um, because the kobolds are (laughs) engaging you in combat. Yeah, let me... And we're just going to do group initiative, because there's a whole whole layer of these little guys. Yeah, let's... Let me... have the perfect audio track for the ninth level wizard fighting a troop of kobolds. (laughs) How many kobolds could there be up there? That's a good question. How many indeed? Most epic music possible for Georg fighting kobolds. Okay. Alright, my casting time is two. So, uh, ten. Slow. Oh, we're just going to do group because okay. there's a lot of them. Uh, they go first. Um, so you step back. The the large rock that they're shoving comes crashing down right on top of the snake, squishing it, sending oh, blood everywhere. And no! Just you roll down the hill. Oh yeah, rolled roll 17. Oh, poor snake. Snake is gone. Happy. <laughs> um, oh. And then a few more appear at the edge of the cave and Row rocks at you. So three rolls to hit. Um, move five, three, and twelve. What is your AC is twelve with my ring of protection. So okay, what's 12, the is it a ring of protection plus two? Uh that's the assumption that I am having. I don't think you I don't know if you've actually confirmed. But you're sure it's at least plus yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. Lady Red Shield's ring. Oh yeah, so that's a ring of protection plus two. Um, so the 12 will ding a stone skin charge. Okay. Uh, the 12 dings a charge. Do I have that written down, or you do that? No, we, uh, no in, the, in Dicing with Death, I've been keeping track of stone skin cool. charges. Would you like to switch over to you keeping track? Or? I would, so that way I can keep them secret. So I had you. five, now I'll have four. Okay. Let me just make a quick list here. Okay. Um, the stone doesn't... Yeah, the Stone crashing off my stone skin doesn't interrupt concentration nope. as I cast a glitter dust into the cave above. I pull some ground mica powder from a pouch and create a glittering cloud of golden particles in the area. Uh, those inside must roll a saving throw versus spell or be blinded. Okay, let's roll. How big is the AoE of glitter dust? Uh, 20 foot cube. Okay, so that actually so goes back fills, pretty far. Probably fills the hole. Yeah. Um, ooh. Okay. So, not all of them fail. If they fail, they are blinded? If they fail, they are blinded. Okay. And all are covered in the glu- dust, which glows until they're sparkled. That's not as effective as a spell as I would have thought. It's a second level spell, right? 
Yeah, it does reveal invisible creatures. That's yeah, pretty it's... good. Okay. Okay. Um, let's roll initiative for the next round. Yeah. Um, six. You go first. I don't even know how to... Oh... At the edge, you can see looks to be five kobolds, two that were pushing this large rock, and three mm-hmm. that were throwing stones at you. Of the five, four of them are clearly blinded and like scratching at their eyes and kind of looking around or reaching around for, to find <clears throat> the things nearby them. One of them is looking at the others in confusion. Yeah, I, I climb concern. 20 feet. I can climb the. Can I climb the whole face? and make a melee attack. Sure. Uh, You ascend the cliff. It's not too hard. It's quite easy. I'm not need to... Okay. Um, If you were actually under fire, I would make you make a climb check roll, but they're all currently either blind or distracted, and it's got a ladder, so... No um, checks. Actually, uh, those in the area. So it's not... It doesn't... It doesn't persist. It doesn't persist. Okay, right. so I can climb up there without yep. risking a save. Okay, how many do I see up there? Like just a twenty or more. more. Twenty? Yeah. God, I really need uh, a light. Most of them are running around into each other, scratching at their eyes. There are a few of them that are like grabbing onto them and like linking their hands and trying to help their friends out. Uh, but there's a whole right. bunch of kobolds in here. Oh, okay. I got thunderstaff. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're doing. So once I get to the top, I just. Scatter foul creatures. This is the five feet wide at the apex, twenty feet wide at the base, and forty feet long. How deep does this chamber go? The chamber is maybe thirty feet deep. It's not super big. Okay. Um, so you're not going to be able to hit all of them. You can hit a whole lot of them. Sure. Uh, Assume the rest will scatter. Yeah. So I pull my oaken staff from a pocket, crack it upon the ground. Some, uh, they get a save. Which they all fail. I think they just die then. Those who fail are hurled 44 plus 4 and suffer 1 damage per 2 feet. So roll 44 so plus take 4. Eight damage, so they're no, just they're all kobolds done. laddering into walls. Yeah, if there's 20 kobolds in here, you see 15 of them just going <laughs> flying, uh, splattering themselves against walls, cracking on the ground. Uh, one of the few visible or ones that can see scurries off the edge and starts to scamper down. The others huddle down and whimper, letting out their dog-like cries of fear and panic. <laughs> uh, I glare at the kobold still alive. Tell tell your friends to kneel before Georg the Grim or perish like the rest of your pack. 
Um, what do they do on their turn? Do any attack me? Do they? Most of them are the visible. The ones that can see are fleeing, trying to go around you on the outsides. Because it's about a twenty feet wide at the top of the cave. Maybe not twenty. Maybe it's like fifteen feet wide. Um, so you're probably off onto one side, coning your your mm-hmm. thunder staff thing. So they're going off the other side and trying to scramble down. There is a back, can't is a back way off or something. No, there's not a back way out. It's just a single chamber um, with a large treasure pile inside of it that probably got hit by the thunderstaff, but it's all coins looking, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You just might have scattered them and made a big mess of the coins that were already a mess. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that can see flee. There are four standing around that cannot see. Um, and they are so all only, huddled into so a only one fleas then well I, 20 was an approximation just to get okay. you a, a ballpark uh, okay, but I'll... now you can see four that are huddled yeah, one see... against the side two near the treasure pile um, and another right next to the edge just tucked into a little ball so afraid if I see did I see any flea taking loot with them no no one grabbed loot okay. but they might have already had it in their crude pants pockets Alright, so then I probably would have taken swipes at any that tried to flee past me. Uh, sure, give me an attack of opportunity. opportunity. I think you actually get two attacks of opportunity because you're level 9, so make them both. Yeah. Alright, uh, do I get back attack? I don't know uh, if it matters. You would get blank, but those are both hits anyway. Okay. Uh, this is just a regular oaken staff, so a right, 4 and a 6. Um, I kneel beside the ones that are blinded. And continuing in Hobgoblin, do you understand my words? One of them uh, takes a lash out at you with one of its little claws. The 16 to hit. Shit, he does just barely hit, right? So 16 minus 4 because he's blind. Is a 12. Is a 12, which just hits and does ding a stone skin charge. Mm Mm-hmm. The little kobold claws scratch harmlessly against your stone, fla- uh, stony face. Foolish wretch. Um, I'll draw my bronze quarterstaff instead so that it illuminates the chamber mm-hmm. and do this little guy in. Two points of damage, she might live. He might do four HP. Nope, no, he doesn't. You batter his head; his brains go splattering across the wall. I don't. I shoved the rest off the ledge. <laughs> they had their chance to serve me. It's not difficult to usher them near the ledge and knock them out, unless any of them tried are able to speak anything comprehensible. No. Uh, their bodies are dashed across the rocks below. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, they all die. Uh, you are left in this room with literally thousands of coins uh, that are now like splattered all across the room. And now that you have some time to, to look around, you notice that there are crude banners hanging from the walls. They look like bolts of cloth that have probably been stolen from uh, civilizations and are, have been hung in various places to give the illusion of grand tra- tapestries. There's a, mm-hmm. a crudely carved table that has been set up against a back wall. It's now tipped over and broken from the force of the Thunderstaff. So it looks like the table and the tapestries are kobold things, right? Yeah. 
I, I think the being a man of letters, the tapestries probably catch my eye first. Um, so they're they're just have, bolts of cloth that hang down that look like they would be hung as if they were a tapestry by a person. There's okay. just like, you know, here's they, a big the, blue bolt of cloth that's three feet wide and 15 feet long and kind of like drapes at the bottom and it's a little tattered and it's growing some mold on that side. And, you know, I, I take the time to look behind them and make sure there's no like other other. Yeah, no, there's nothing else. It's just crude kobold decorations. Um, but now you're in this room with over 10,000 different coins lying around. Okay, what is the weight of 10,000 coins? Uh, divide by 50. So 200. Perfect. So I um, I remove one of the one of the tapestries and lay it down on the floor and begin inventorying the pile onto it. So I start like moving coins onto the tap onto the cloth. Sure. Counting, um, it's organizing. I mean, just taking twenty minutes maybe to get a rough count, giving it up in a different. Uh, I mean, maybe it's at the very least I want to get it um, clear set up for transport. So use the giant cloth bag to like. Keep it all contained. So as a DM to player here, there are 15,500 coins here. Um, Ooh, so that actually is... It's 310 pounds of coins. Okay, so I will need to do... I may be leaving the copper behind. Uh, there's no copper, actually. Ooh. There's a lot of silver. You would um, estimate that more than half of this is silver coins. Then there are <laughs> a bunch of gold coins, some iron coins, and a few platinum coins. Um, this Beautiful. is also a good time to talk about the reworking of the coin economy across Arcadia. Yeah, I think I am familiar with it, but for viewers that maybe haven't been paying full attention right. to your other shows, why don't you um, go ahead? So we've adjusted the economy here. It's always been copper, silver, gold, platinum is 10, 10, 10, 10, right? So 10 copper coins is a silver, 10 silver is a gold, 10 gold is a platinum. And before mm -hmm. we had iron and gold are equivalent. Um, this all has been adjusted. So 10 copper coins is a silver. Five silver coins is an iron. Two iron is a gold. Two gold is a platinum. And 10 platinum is a mithril. So that means one mithril coin is worth 20 gold coins. Um, one platinum coin is worth two gold coins. An iron is a half a gold, a silver is a tenth of a gold, and a copper is one one-hundredth of a gold. So the only thing that's really changed is iron, platinum, and mithril. Um, so if you have any existing iron or platinum coins, I want to leave you with the same value that you had before and then just adjust the amount so that they reflect the, the modern values. Okay, yeah, let's actually I'd take care of that real quick. I have nine platinum so Wait, that used to be worth 90 gold. And eight platinum. You have eight platinum. So that used to be mm -hmm. worth 80 gold. Um, so you should now have 45 platinum instead of eight. And that'll be the same GP value, but just a different coinage. All right. You said 45. So eight, eight should become 45? Because um, eight used to be 80 gold, and okay. 80 gold of platinum is now 45 platinum. Okay. Um, so 45. 37. Oop, that is not a withdrawal. 
Again. Yeah, uh, 45 platinum. That's worth 90 gold, isn't it? Yes, it is 40 gold, 40 platinum. 40. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I was confused there because I was like, eight and five don't make 45. What did I do wrong here? 40 right. platinum coins. Okay. So um, let me check my my spells to see if I can. So that is more than I can teleport. How much can you teleport? 250 pounds. Um, So so reduce only targets one object. If I make a big bundle of coins, could I consider that one object? No. No. You can reduce a backpack. You can reduce a creature with all of its equipment. That's true. Maybe if you... If it's a, a truly secure... Well... like a, I assume a chest of gold could be reduced, right? Yeah. A chest of gold could be reduced. A bag of gold could probably be reduced. I think it has to be a complete enclosure. Like, if you put all the coins in a backpack, you could reduce it. But if you just wrapped them up in, like, a, a bolt of fabric the fabric would probably shrink because that's not a real complete secure enclosure. It says a single object that does not exceed volume 10 cubic feet. This is getting deep in the epistemology of, or sorry, the metaphysics. Mm -hmm. What is an object? It's just a social construct, a human construct managed to design to keep our working more efficiently. Um, so it's going to take you probably a few hours to maybe an okay, hour to separate all the coins. Featherfall affects one or more objects within a ten foot cube. But Featherfall um, also maximum. says the object has to be in the air. This is something we fucked up a while ago. Um, you can't featherfall something on the ground. Yeah, it's like in the last sent paragraph or so. We we messed this up ages it's ago. Only upon free falling, flying, or propelled objects such as missiles, it does not affect a sword blow or a charging creature. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it doesn't... It can't reduce weight. Right. Um, so if you spend maybe an hour sorting these things out, because it is 15,000 coins, mm-hmm. um, you'll find that there are 9,000 silver. Mm-hmm. I have these numbers written down, but you might want to okay. write them down for your own benefit. Um, there's 9,000 yeah. silver, 3,700 gold, 2,200 iron and 600 platinum. All right, so if you start 9,000 silver, 3,200 gold? 3,700 gold. 700 gold. 2,200 iron and 600 Ooh. platinum. Oh, um, looking around, do I find like lion hair? This is obviously a Shimura's lair. Uh, you find no lion hair. It's or been like scales. six months since you killed the Chimera. Okay. Can I, how many of those creatures do I think could have fit in here? You could probably fit quite a few chimeras in here, really. You could probably fit four. There's no, like, nest? There's just, like, a pile of gold? Yeah, there's a big pile of wealth in the back. Okay. Um, so were they just, like, sleeping on the... Was it just sleeping on the... Well, kobolds have been living here for some time, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Enough time to carve steps in here to hang banners, to make some crude furniture. There's burn marks of where there's clearly been a consistent fire and, like, it's all smoky up to the top. Mm-hmm. So, 
Is there anything here other than the other than the coins? Yeah, Any there's some like kobold food lying around and crude weapons and like a, a so little that's what, pile that's of rocks. That's what I and... that's what I sort out and discard. I mean, no magic items, no art objects, no, no gem, no, no, just coins. Okay. There's always the question of what wealth did the kobold? What wealth was here that the kobolds took and used, or spent, or gave? But yeah. that's out of your hands now. Knows what you would have come across if you had only gotten here sooner. <laughs> okay, so my deep pockets weighs ten pounds, so I can teleport two hundred and forty pounds of coins. 240 pounds times 50 coins to the pound, 1,200 coins. So I'll be leaving behind like, sorry, 12,000 coins. So I'll be leaving behind like 3,000 silver. Okay. That's 300 gold worth of silver. Yeah, I may be coming back for it. and then you're going to use this to teleport yeah so I want to get it all arranged such that I can teleport it all teleport's kind of transports himself along with a certain amount of additional weight that is on him or being touched by the spellcaster so I need to like if I'm just like laying in the pile, can I teleport the whole pile like how does touch work here like if I wrap it all in the cloth I'm at that's what I'm spending this hour mostly doing is getting everything. Um, so you said you, you're leaving behind 3,000 coins? Yeah, and wondering about how to... If I want to protect that, if I want to bury it. Oh, I meant to... Shit, I meant to clear... I did talk about this before, clearing an area in the basement in case I teleport low. I mean, there is a floor below me. It's like the pantry or something. Yeah. Kitchen. I don't think I ever got around to doing this unless we unless you're super generous. We we had talked about me building like a secret cupboard. Yeah, it hasn't been cupboard. built yet. Hasn't been built yet. Okay. Um the yeah. volume of twelve thousand five hundred coins is difficult to determine because they're all different densities. Um coins are minted in one fiftieth of a pound. So a mithril mm-hmm. coin is quite large, while a platinum coin is very small. Interesting. Um, what I really should have done is brought like a cart. But oh well. I do have. I like a. I do have a backpack in one of my pockets. How much weight can a backpack carry? Probably not two hundred and fifty pounds of coins. Yeah. Not 250 pounds of coins. But I, I like, I mean, I probably, I've got my sewing kit. So I may, if I need to stitch, it's probably not efficient, but like fold up the, the big cloths into bags of mm-hmm. coin, like crude bags. All they need to do is survive a teleport. But if I, if I put a bunch of coins in a backpack, can I reduce that in size? Yes, that would work. So let's see how much I can put in a backpack. Uh, 
that. Where are those carrying capacities of objects? How does it DMG? I guess this episode will be a lot of bookkeeping. Yeah, we're going to try and cut Counting. through the bookkeeping as quickly as possible. Um, this is 250 pounds of coins that you're... Well, hopefully, if I can... I'm trying to figure out if I can put some in a backpack and reduce that to do it all in one trip. Um... Do you happen to know where like the carrying capacities of a stowage capacity backpack 50 pounds? So if I reduce 50 pounds by 90%, that will no, be th this won't work. I'm looking at a volume of how about what the volume of these coins would be, and it's too much to fit in a backpack. Okay. Um, well, but how much could I, the volume is three by two by one weight cap is 50 pounds. Yeah, and this is 250 pounds. Um, so I'm going to say that... They... I mean, all of I'm trying to think if I cut down 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. If I put 50 pounds into a backpack, reduce the backpack so that it only weighs 5 pounds. Still not quite enough. All right. If that seems to, I mean, I, why don't we just, we can just stick with the, I, I mean, I've already got deep pockets full of things. We don't need them in maxes too much. We can just, we'll leave behind 3,000 gold coins, 3,000 silver coins. Yeah. I can't enlarge. I mean, someone says if only he could enlarge his backpack and then reduce it. I, I do have both enlarge and reduce memorized. I could enlarge my backpack, fill it with coins, reduce the whole assembly. What even happens there? Ah, uh, that that's a weird thing. <laughs> like, so enlarge the backpack empty, fill it, and then reduce the whole thing. So it would be a regular backpack with a bunch of tiny coins inside of it, right? You did agree that I can um, I can reduce a backpack. So you enlarge the backpack, makes it big. So it's a backpack that is now like ninety percent larger. And you fill it with coins and reduce it, so that it becomes a, it'll be a regular size backpack. But all the coins that I piled inside of it will will have shrunk. Then I guess when the spell, uh, I think reduce and enlarge just cancel each other. So if you enlarge the backpack, fill it with things, and then try to reduce then, it, you don't reduce, reduce. No, you won't. The, the two spells would just negate one another, and the backpack would reduce, leaving the coins inside, and then the backpack would tear. You're no fun. I, uh, what you're thinking is really cool, though, <laughs> but the spells do specifically negate each other. Okay. All right, so I, we're just going to look at, we'll pile up coins onto these cloths, tie them up. Are there enough cloths that I can tie up 200 pounds of coins into like sacks that I can touch and teleport? Yeah. 
Um, it'll take you we'll a while to do, but you can do it. Sure. And then we'll leave behind uh, 3,000 silver coins. Probably to pick up tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, I think I'll do that. Okay. So once I get all these bags tied up, what is it? It's probably getting pretty late in the day. You said the sun was starting to go down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you teleport everything back into your tower in Misty Rapids. Yeah, uh, yeah. I teleport to my to my bedroom. Um, so let's roll that. I'll roll that chance. Make sure I don't. What is the chance for you to just die on teleportation? Uh, none, unless you're going to be a dick and be like, "Oh, there's a table in the basement," and you teleport in the table. There is a well, chance that I. Tele- okay, if you do teleport into the basement, that is pretty bad. Um, I have I previously declared I previously thought this through remember and I went and checked what the basement was and we were like it's a pantry and I was like okay I clear an area in the pantry okay it's possible that someone has gone and moved something back okay um there's a non-zero chance that someone has gone and moved something back yeah that's why I wanted to build my secret teleportation right right Uh, let me before I forget I just want to ask oh god what a stinking cloud memorized oh that would have been great that would have been the way to deal with those kobolds. I, this is the first time I memorized that spell, and I totally forgot to use it. I was using okay. dust instead. It's okay. You'll, there's always going to be more kobolds. They breed like rabbits. <laughs> oh, God. I really like your portrayal of kobolds. Right, so you. I'll roll my D100. It has to be 100 65. to be low. Yeah, 100 is low, and then like a 1 through One four. or 2 is a high. Which would have put me on the roof or right. something. Cool. Um, so, boom, you arrive with most um, of your coinage. Um, yeah. Back at God, home. That is, that is, yeah. With an absurd, like, this, this is so many coins that I'm going to have a hard time dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And a hard time hiding it from Lord Song. Yeah. <laughs> but you're back in the keep. Safe and sound, snug as a bug in a rug. Mm-hmm. Um, now to buy some books. With an absurd amount of wealth. Oh, is... So I think like... the total wealth that you gained here was 6,600 coin, uh, 6,600 gold. If you manage to bring the remaining 3,000 silver coins, your total GP value will go to 6,900 from this adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So this is enough for me to complete my library, complete my spell research. It may take a while to import all those books. It will take a long while to import those books. They have to be found, and they have to be brought to you, and you've got to... It's, it'll we'll be probably, a process. We'll probably roll that in with the spell research. Yeah. Um, but it, it will take I... time, and there's also going to be problems with developing your library. It's not just going to be a simple pay for it, because the, as we've noticed, the world's kind of falling to shit around you. So if you send someone out to bring you books, their wagon, you know, that the caravan that's moving those goods might get attacked. Or you might need um, access to a town that has closed off its walls and won't let you in. So there might be some adventuring required to... <laughs> I'd like to see them try to keep me out. <laughs> you might have some issues, but you can do it. I believe in you. 
Yeah. All right, so I do need to get some containers for all of this gold. Yeah. Which I'll, f I'll probably actually fuss with that this evening while I'm mm -hmm. about the castle. Um, but one thing I do, I will also be doing the downtime. I have an extra proficiency, and I think along with the fabricate spell, or to make better use of the fabricate, which I better succeed in my research, <laughs> would be to learn either carpentry or stonemasonry. So okay. I can, yeah. So I'll think about that. Maybe if chat has any opinions on which of those may be more useful. I already got blacksmithing. So potentially if I can get enough iron, I could just make an, make iron everything. What was the volume yeah. of a backpack again? You remember? Three by two by one feet. So what is that? Six cubic feet? Yeah, so that's six cubic feet. All right, so it wasn't so much a volume issue for the backpack, just a weight issue. Yeah. Um, maybe volume issue, because the coins aren't all melded together into a liquid form, so there's going to be a yeah. lot of air between them. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. This is just my... Yeah, I, just think, I love the fabricates. Like, you can only fabricate things that you know that your character could make. So, like, if you don't have a carpentry proficiency, I'm, I'm just imagining... Like, I'm sure you could still make a table, but I'm just imagining, like, a super crude table. <laughs> the best <laughs> the wizard could make by himself, right? Mm -hmm. It's just got like some weird posts that are sticking out at slightly awkward angles, and it's not even. It's Do you not still have the desk down. that you made? Are you on the desk that you made? Desk? No. Oh man. I, okay. I'm going to make a new desk, of course. Okay. But I had to get rid of that uh, before I moved to San Francisco. I loved that desk with all my heart, and I've never had a better desk than that. Yeah. As much as you may have mocked me for it. It's, it was just like a plywood desk that Neil screwed together himself, but he's so proud of it. Yeah, because it was perfect. It was at the exact right height. You didn't have any of those problems with beams underneath because your legs are too high. It was well done. had like a little door on the side. No, no crap in the way. It was perfect. It's exactly what I needed. Yeah. All right, so new. money problem solved. Feeling good. I will like go find in the... I guess I, ha I do have like a mule cart that I could just pile full of gold. Yeah, it would be difficult to get the mule cart to the kobold, to the, the chimera no, no. lair out there. No, no, this is for storage at... I guess there's the treasure room, but I don't trust Baron Song with my treasure. I need my own treasure room. Mm -hmm. A chest is probably not big enough for all this gold, correct? Oh, it is. It's less than a cubic foot of gold. Um, really? So a nice, yeah. Coin. Really? Less than a cubic foot of coinage. Because it's 250 pounds and a cubic foot of gold... Well, a cubic foot of um, silver, which would be the least dense coin here, is 655 pounds. So it's less than a cubic foot of coins if you were to melt them all together. Let's say, let's double the volume of it for the airspace, which is um, you know, pretty liberal. And it's still going to not be a cubic foot. Because a cubic foot's a lot of space. Yeah. Okay, so I probably just need a second chest or something. Yeah, your chests are just going to be overflowing with coinage. Okay. Um, uh, can I, I thought I chest it according to the book. Oh, maybe it was pound limit that was the problem. Mm -hmm. like a chest can only hold 100 pounds. Right. So you can clearly put coins in there, but if you try and lift up the chest and carry it away, it'll probably break under the weight. But as long as you leave the chest there and lock it, it should be fine. A large chest is a, can hold 100 pounds. Yeah. So, so I, I guess that it would be pointless to lock a chest because if it you put more than 100 pounds of coins in it and then try and carry it away, the chest will probably break under the weight. <laughs> so 
Yeah, you'll need more chests if you want to hold all this coinage in a way that's, you know, non-destructible as soon as someone moves it. Can blacksmith make a lock? There's no, like, locksmithing furniture. Is that in my wheelhouse? Hmm, good question. We're still using the player's handbook's proficiency, so I guess a blacksmith could make a lock given the appropriate amount of time, but I think it would be very time-consuming because you got to make all these yeah. little pieces... Get them fit together right, and then like remake little pieces as you realize that you drooled well, the whole. What am I talking about? I've got I've got wizard lock. Why would I even? You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Having like an iron re- or, a, or a bronze reinforced chest is probably a good idea. Yeah. Um. So it, can one chest fit like the twenty thousand coins that I have? Yes, but if someone picks up the chest, the chest will break. Like it won't hold the weight of the coins if it gets if someone tries to Ooh. move it. Who uh, who can pick up a hundred pound chest, anyways? Anyone with like ten strength? Yeah. The wizard lock on your door is the real barrier. Mm-hmm. And the chest is wizard locked as well. Right. You might just locked. want to buy a couple of chests. Yeah. You know. So I think that can I do that this evening? Sure. You can put an order to have a servant go down and buy some chests and bring them back to you. Or you can go into town yourself and go talk to a shopkeeper if you feel the desire to do your shopping yourself instead of having personal shoppers. No, personal shopper. I don't have a problem with personal shopper. Although I do, I do worry about Baron Song finding out that I'm buying a bunch of chests. But I guess that's of the shady things that his wizard does. I mean, you've murdered people. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have a problem with you buying chests. I, um, Maybe. Come on, Baron Song. I think he he has less of an issue with murder and more of an issue with people hiding treasure under his nose. Can't pull one over you, can I? <laughs> but I will send a send a servant out to procure me some chests. Okay. Um, large chests I mean, just... cost two gold each. Okay. Um, how many do you want? Uh, if they can each carry a hundred pounds, I guess I need like four chests, don't I? I probably will want to convert. Two more chests should be fine. Two more? Alright, so pay out four gold from your massive treasure pile. Yeah, I'm gonna... Yeah. Ooh, chests are three by two by two. Twelve cubic feet. That's a big ass chest. Yeah. You said four gold. Yeah. All right. Not that it matters, but these large chests weigh 25 pounds. We don't have to keep that anywhere, but just keep it in mind that the chest yeah. and its contents will be 125 pounds. All right. And I already did put in a standing order to look out for or to purchase books mm-hmm. last episode. I guess that was just yesterday, wasn't it? Right. Okay. Okay. So, so I think with that, we'll probably wrap up that day. Actually, um, this is a great breaking point. Um, so why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, are you going to go try and find yourself some Mist Dragon Scales? 
I think so. Yeah. Do you okay. miss Dragon Quest? Yeah. So we'll see you guys on the other side of our break, or if you're on YouTube tomorrow, for some Mist Dragon hunting and hopefully discussion or something. We'll uh, see. I think we're avoiding the Mist Dragon, and we're just going to wander around his domain in search of discarded scales, but you never know. We'll find out on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dyson with Death. So, um, you probably have to spend the rest of the day, I mean, it's nighttime by now, or late evening by the time you, yeah. um, all this is done. It'll take maybe the next day for the chest to arrive, and you can spend the next morning yeah, packing I, it or whatever. So I, think I, I think the next morning I will probably make another trip out to the Soggy Hills to collect the rest of the silver. Okay. Um, Sweet. It should be no problem to get back there. You know the path. Mm -hmm. um, I will also uh, re-memorize my clairvoyance from yesterday, at least one of them. Probably okay. just one of them. To check on um, Randall's messaging room. If that's even still a thing, it may mm. just be like a giant dick. Like, I know it was you. <laughs> um. Um. Okay. So you check on Ramdel's room. Mm -hmm. Not his room. It's like but it was like a, right, a right. desk library that I told him to write notes on if he needed right. to communicate with me. Um. Hmm. Does Randall have anything to say to you specifically? No, I don't think he has anything to say to you specifically at this point in time. Mm -hmm. Nothing that needs to be communicated in secrecy, at least. Fair enough. Yeah. Everything else looks normal in the room. Like I think it's like a corner of the library, of the in main library corner. in the town, right? Yeah, yeah. Everything else seems more or less fine. That table yeah, is. It's not like the library is burned down or anything. No, no, no. Okay. Um, and then I will reconjure a phantom steed ride to the soggy hills. No random encounters along the way. It takes you a better part of the day to get back there. Yeah. And I will... Because you have to retrace your route back to the Medusa's place and then your route from there to the uh, the lair since you don't know how to get there directly from uh, Misty Rapids. You only know the one path. So it's a, a long okay. path for you, but you can go much faster than the snake could. So you get there before yeah. sundown. Uh, you get there in the middle of the afternoon. Mm -hmm. You notice the kobold corpses are gone. Um, are they eaten? Or just like the dead are been... Okay. Maybe they've been eaten. Maybe they've been dragged away. Um, maybe they've been buried okay. by their friends, but the, the corpses are gone. Mm -hmm. And climbing back up into the hole, you can see that your neatly stacked piles of silver have kind of been dashed about the place. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's probably some silver missing. Significant amount? or No. Like there was... Um, instead of there being 3,000 silver left over, there's probably like 
you know, 2,900 silver left over. Okay. Um, which you can pile up into a backpack or into one of the remaining bolts of cloth and teleport back without any problem unless yeah. you roll a 100 um, on your D100. No. 81. Still safe. Oof, back in your tower, safe as can be. Alright, so 89,000 silver. Oh, I will also want to prepare... Whenever the chests show up, I want to make sure they're wizard locked. They show up today. Yeah, so let me... I cast a bitter dust. I would replace that with the wizard lock. Okay. So I'll wizard lock one of the chests today. Another mm -hmm. later. Um, just sorting out spells. So you have a large amount of wealth at your disposal. You have many chests filled with coins. Mm-hmm. Take a look at your spreadsheet over here. The account exalt. There's no. We don't have any slots for iron or mithril coins. Well, so maybe I don't know somebody what should fix that. <laughs> hmm. I don't, I've got my access to the sheet. Should fix. The lack of iron and mithril. Are you talking to me? No, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Eben. Eben has done wonders for this spreadsheet. I'll get to it in time. He's the one that put the... I don't know where it came up with that 6,890 gold, but... Yeah, I don't know where he got that number either. Under the notes, I've got everything listed from the Shimmer Lair. 8,900 silver, 3,700 gold, 2,200 iron, 600 platinum eventually when we've got tabs for all those different types of coins I'll work them in yeah that really this episode 108 must be must be I don't know what he's doing on that sheet it's fine it's fine this is episode 108 um and I I think I will prepare. So I'll now have two wizard lock chests in my room, one regular chest, wizard locked room. I would like to prepare that teleportation closet. Probably not going to happen before I leave. Oh, I know. I should. Do I really want to travel? Let's take a look at a map. You want to get some background music while we? Uh, there is background music. You not hear the Ooh. town? I cannot hear. Oh, derp. Oh, yeah, I've got the. I have that tab muted. We're good. Ah, yeah, we've been having background music the whole time. Is it worth the risk teleporting all that way? Or should I travel over land? Oh, dude. That... Um, so, 
I guess maybe now, or I meant that night before bed, I would peruse my... I have a book on the dragons of Cadia, I believe. Do you recall that? I don't have it written down anywhere, but right. I think I've got it. library of hundreds of books. So I would have taken a look again to remind myself about Hydroxus. There's any... It was probably just like a page or a paragraph on him. Does he live on that island off the coast? Was that, the, was that what I learned last time? No one really knows exactly where his lair is. Um, if we take a look at the map, um, he lives near that island. People tend to say that that is his lair on the island, but only because that's kind of like the region where he's from. He's from this this sea in here. Um, so the island is a nice, convenient place to point to to say he lives there. I'm sorry, she lives there, but no one, no one really knows. Her lair is actually probably underwater somewhere. Oh. All right. Um, any word on the alignment of Miss Dragons or? Um, Hydroxis seems to be a pretty neutral dragon. She doesn't get herself involved with the affairs of humanity. Mm-hmm. Um. Occasionally, she might stop a passing ship, um, or more likely, people will just see her eating things. You know, maybe she'll burst out of the water with a whale in her teeth, like a small whale or a, a dolphin or something, um, and munch on it. But she tries to leave herself. You know, she tries not to involve herself with the issues of people. Um, people generally don't go looking for her. There have been reports of ships completely destroyed by her steam breath. I guess not the ships would be destroyed, but the ships boiled to the bone, the occupants dead. Going assumption is that these people caused her some sort of problem, so she killed them. So she's dangerous, but only to the people who fuck with her. That seems to be the general consensus. So I probably don't need, if I'm wandering around her territory, I probably don't need, need to worry about her popping up and just, like, murdering me. No cause, but... Still be careful, dragons. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take a quick gander at what happens when you teleport. Oh, the table's not here. My Pleo's handbook. What happens if you teleport somewhere that you've only studied with a scry? Is that probably viewed once? Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. 7% chance of dying. Yeah, I think I'll probably ride there and teleport back. Okay. I can stretch my legs, or at least my horse legs. So to ride there, zoom out a little bit, um, from where you are here is going to be pretty good distance. How, how do you want to get there? Let's take a, taking a look at the map. Uh, there are a lot of routes to get there. You could go mm-hmm. to Thornwood and then just ride across the, the Golden Sea until you get to Hillsborough. Um, you could go to Shirebrook and take a boat. You could... Yeah. Do a lot of different things. I think I will go to Thornwood and then across the Golden Sea. Okay. Are you headed directly for Hillsborough or are you going to head north of the Hillsborough area? 
I have little use for towns. Now I will probably avoid Hillsborough unless something happens along the way. Um, and I'll probably leave the next morning. I should probably sort out how much gold I take with me. I think most of it stays behind. Uh, save like a hundred gold pocket change. Does that seem like a reasonable amount of pocket change? A lot of pocket change. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred gold. Mm -hmm. Cool. You put a hundred gold in your pockets, and how far can your horse move in a day? Quite far. Horsey movement rate four per level. Four times nine is thirty-six. And for how many hours is it active? Uh, nine hours a day. Okay, so I'll travel for nine, and then I'll summon my tiny hut, which lasts four hours plus thirteen plus nine twenty-two. So there are two hours in the evening before I summon my tiny hut. Was it 36 is its movement rate, or 32? 36. And it can pass over sandy, muddy, or swampy ground without difficulty, so I assume that means it more or less ignores difficult terrain-ish. Sure. Doesn't get tired. So it should be able to move at 36 pretty well over land, certainly over this path. But Okay, so after a full day of riding... You will find yourself. Wait, um, I need to get to Thornwood first, right? You can, yeah, but you can get to Thornwood in less than a day easily. Um, you'll find yourself out here after a full day of riding. After nine hours, I'm there. Yeah. God, moving thirty six is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, okay, um, if you didn't have, if it wasn't able to pass over this difficult terrain out here so easily, you wouldn't get nearly as far off road. <laughs> But because your phantom seat is so badass, it goes much faster, farther. Um, and then you can go 81 miles a day on your horse if you really, if you push it and you just, uh, you know, ride for nine hours without taking any breaks. That's how far you can get. Okay. Um, which is what I assume Georg is doing. So his thighs are going to be so chapped at the end of the day. I can ride, like, side saddle, right? <laughs> Evil wizard Georg, riding side saddle. Um, yeah, you can do it. Let's see. Okay. Um, did you want to do anything in Thornwood? Mm, the gates are shut, aren't they? I believe they are shut. Yeah, I think I will circle the city... And not bother with it. Sure. And then the next day, you can go up to 81 miles. So where do you want to end up? Um, just about there. So no encounters on the plains? I'm more or less ignored. No, no encounters on the first day. Um, I will go basically to that section of coast. Probably that point there. Sure. Be just about the end of it, right? Yeah. To where I can, I 
probably see the island. Yeah, probably just barely see the island. Mm -hmm. um, so this will be your first time in Hourglass, which is that desert up there. It uh -oh. is uh, a sandy, duny desert. Good thing. thing I can pass over uh, sandy, muddy, or even swampy ground without difficulty. Yes. So my steeds in corporeal heel uh, hooves. Um, as Lying you are riding through hourglass, you notice these sections where the sand has been melted into like a, a glass surface and then broken. So you find these sections of the sandy dunes that are actually like shards of glass kind of broken out in these large areas. I pause to inspect this just briefly. Um, kneel next to it. Uh, I'll in inspect it before touching it. Uh, I'm not going to bother casting any magic, but am I at all... Does it look worrisome? Does it look like a magic construct or perhaps just burned by dragon fire? Looks probably burned by dragon fire. Um, in this book of dragons that you've probably perused through at some point in time, you know that there is a dragon who lives in the this desert to the north. Hmm. I will use uh, probably my bronze staff to break off a chunk of obsidian to take with me. Obsidian? Dragonglass? What are we calling it? I mean, this is Glass. obsidian was magma Volcanic. formed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So this is just glass glass. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, you can break off a section of it. I'm trying to remember what type of dragon this is. I think it's a brass. Yeah, it's a brass dragon up here. Um, and you would know... Um, ooh, which one of these brass dragons is it? This one up here is Dracon, a male brass dragon. Dracon. He is one of the older dragons in the world. Is it Hourglass? Yes, that's the name of the desert. Interesting. All right, I keep my eyes peeled for a dragon, and I probably steer clear of his territory if I can figure out where it is. Uh, it's to the north. Um, far to the north, above uh, this town here, which is... Uh, God, what's the town's name? Heatstroke. He lives somewhere between Heatstroke and Weatherlight. Okay, so I'm not really in his territory? No, you're definitely in the Mist Dragon's territory. Um, okay. Yeah. Hydroxus's territory. So here you are on the coast. 
um, near the where the the sands meet the sea is this kind of vibrant green area. Uh, you've got a bunch of trees and a bunch of plant life growing. There's some cactuses. There's some uh, chaparral, uh, and there's also some uh, closer to the ocean. There's uh, a greater diversity of life. Most of the things kind of growing out of sand, and then near the edge, it's a little bit more dirty, and then sand again on the on the coast. Uh, okay. You get to that little point and see the island out before you in the sea. Um, what are you doing now that you're here? Um, I think I'll make camp on the beach here. Okay. Um, and the, it's probably it's almost it's like sunset right now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, like it's getting near. The And I will burn. I guess I can burn spells in the morning before before casting them. Correct. Uh, but then you'd only have an hour to memorize spells. Yeah, but I only need to memorize. Oh, I guess I do need to memorize quite a bit. Because I'll, I'll need to re-memorize Phantom Steed. Yeah. So I'll burn them before. I'll burn a knock, knocking after the wind. Okay. Or at a tree or something. And a stinking cloud. Okay. So that I can memorize two locate objects tomorrow morning. To help at least somewhat with the search. Um, after two hours of hanging out on the beach, I will eventually summon my tiny hut, which I have been doing. Unless I guess I did that last night. Sure. You summon a tiny hut and, and insert yourself into bed. it. And I'll continue the search on, on the morrow. Okay. Let's just skip right to the morrow. Okay. So as I said, I will memorize two locate objects. Mm-hmm. I'll probably spend a little bit of time wandering the beach first, wandering the area. Probably should have... Actually, so instead of Phantom Steed today... I will remember his tiny head. Do I think I want to do water breathing? Or fly? How far can you travel with fly? So f- fly lasts nine turns plus d6 turns at movement rate 18. So at movement rate 18, how far can you how fast can you move in an hour in say two hours? So you can go four and a half miles an hour uh, with fly. Okay, so I could make it out to the, I could fly out to the island. I'll do fly instead of my phantom steed. Distance to the island. Five miles-ish, four and a half miles, five miles. Okay. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you could fly to the island in an hour. Uh, okay. So you wake up, memorize all these spells... 
Mm-hmm. And then, so I start searching the beach. For what are you looking for? Just washed up scales? scales? Dragon scales. Um, and then I will burn one locate object, looking for dragon scales. Uh, locate object as a wizard kind of mm. sucks. What's the range it of it? Lasts 180 yards, and it lasts nine rounds. Uh, yes, sure enough, when you're on the beach, you do pick up dragon scales. Um, okay. It directs you out into the water and down a ways. Component is chameleon skin. Crap, I may not actually... Let me assume that I... Chameleon skin is not something too difficult. We... Hmm. I'm looking. So, do, where did I learn that spell? Let let me consult. Um, it may be in my list in my miscellaneous spell. Hold on, just a second. All right. Thank you, Wes Johnson. Is that his name? Wes Jansen. I think that's Wes Jansen for compiling a spreadsheet of all of my spells and which spellbook they belong in. Okay, locate chameleon skin is locate object was in Ram. I learned that from Ramdel. That's not chameleon skin is a rare component. That needs a field search or a special order and costs two GP per casting, I think. That's what it looks like to me. Um, I'm getting that from. It was also, hold on, no, I think I have it. It was in Red Shields and Bruce's books. So I think I would have had it in Red. Do I have Lady Red Shield spell components from her library? Ramdal's spell. Where was Ramdal's? Was the old wizard, right? No, Ramdal's the transmuter who lives in. Sorry, not Ramdal. Bruce. Oh, Bruce is the dead guy in the crypt. So I didn't have his spell components, or did I? What do I have written specifically? Specifically, I've written uh, Natasha's and Bruce's spell components. So I did find Bruce's spell components okay. when I found his tomb. Um, you didn't detail what they were for me, but I assume they were spell components for yeah. spells. Um, do you want to give why don't me you how much roll me two d six for that's how many chameleon skins you have? <laughs> Those poor chameleons. <laughs> well, these are like strips of skin. It's not like an entire chameleon that's been skinned. Six. So now I'll have five. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So I find so in the water is the skin yes, in the water in front of you and down, uh, maybe uh, maybe fifty yards out into the water, and then maybe ten yards down or fifteen yards down. <sighs> Should have memorized that water breathing. All right, I will remove my robe, look side to side. Do I see anyone? You are naked on this beach, and there is no one around. All right. A pox upon anyone who steals this robe. Is it waterproof? I mean, it's I, I designed it. Did I design it to withstand a swim? 
Um, I wonder how extra-dimensional pockets would work when you go in water. I think they would fill up <laughs> and burst, and you would ruin everything. Yeah. All right, I leave it, and let's go for a swim. I do have a swimming proficiency. Oh, well, that solves a lot of these problems. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, so you can swim, and the I will duration bring is... What was it? Carl the dagger with me. Was it nine rounds or nine turns for your... Nine rounds. Okay. So I may just need to go generally where I saw it if I run out of time. Right. Well, you can swim 50 yards in a round, 150 yeah. feet. Mm -hmm. Maybe not in a... Well, maybe. You swim at, is it one-third or one-fifth of your movement? I think it's one-third. So four. So you can go 40 yards out of combat. Okay. So it'll take you a minute or two to get there. Um, and then tread water for a moment. Yards. And swim down and search below you. You can hold your breath for one-third your con if you're not doing anything uh, difficult and half that if you're ex uh, uh, exerting yourself. So what's your con? My lowest stat, seven. So I got two minutes. Yeah. I can swim 10 yards. 10 yards down is actually a pretty deep dive. 30 feet? Yeah, it's pretty deep. My ears will be popping. Do I see anything underwater, by the way? Um, so I would have my head underwater as I was swimming out before I reached... It's pretty barren. You see eel grass before you get out too far. Eels! Yeah. Uh, and then not much. Um, I don't think there's anything important. Maybe a little bit of uh, aquatic life, but nothing big, nothing scary. All characters can dive to a depth of 20 feet in a single round. Okay. So I will need... Yeah. Reach encumbrance point. Two feet are added to this depth. Um, mm -hmm. See, surfacing a character can normally rise at a rate of twenty feet per round as well. So that's, it'll that's take. That's really slow. Yeah, that's really slow. No, under this. In a that's... minute. Well, 20 feet down and 20 feet up are is pretty slow in both directions. So I can't... How long can you hold? You can only hold your breath for one-third your con. Mm -hmm. So if... Hmm. All characters can dive to a depth of 20 feet in a single round. That seems pretty shallow. It's less than your movement rate, but... But I can only dive 20 feet and come back up. Right. Alternately, okay, I guess I really am going to have to do this. Oh, but no, if I do Dimension Door, I think I'll cast an, I'll have to cast an Improved Blink, I think, to get me the full way down. Oh, you want to blink your way Dimension down? Door? Yeah, Dimension Door, I'd have to burn around. Lemon's Tiny Hut doesn't keep out water, does it? I don't know. Let me check the components on Blank. Uh, so can it, from the from the top surface of the water, can I locate, the? can I spot the scales, or at least where I'm detecting them from? Mm, give me a perception check at minus five to see through the water to see if you can spot a scale. Nope. 17. Okay. Um, I assume I can cast a spell with somatic components while treading water. 
Like with one hand, one free hand. You would need two hands to use somatic components. Um, so I beat her with my feet and cast a spell by two hands. And my mouth is above water. Yeah, give me. Hmm. I just wonder about somatic components where you have gestures below your shoulder line. I mean, if you can gesture in the water, can't you? I don't know. I don't know if you could use the precision necessary to cast a spell while treading water that requires somatic components. You really, just, you really just want no water involved in your campaigns, do you? I want water to be a large hindrance to spell casting. Like, when you're in another environment entirely, things should get difficult for you. Um, okay, well, make a ruling, and I'll decide whether or not to cast the spell. All right, so no, I don't think you can use somatic components while treading water. So you can't cast spells in, in around, water. If you're slightly damp, you can't cast spells. Yeah, if, if it's raining outside, somewhere. forget it, you know? All right, fine. Okay, I swim back to shore. I'm just, I'll refresh my locate object, cast improved blink, swim out. When I get out to the to the depth, I will blink 10 feet down, swim 20, hopefully locate the, the, the scales within that round, blink up, swim the rest of the way. If I need, I'll do repeat, I can only die, I can only be underwater for two minutes before like risking brain damage. Right. So I'll be doing this in two, one dive. So I'll dive, grab a scale or two, go to the top. Dive, grab a scale or two, go to the top. I can probably do three of these maybe. Sure, what's the time on improved blink? Uh, One round per level. So you have nine rounds of it. It takes you a round to swim out there, let's say. Um, It's a little bit farther, but I guess when you dive, you can dive at an angle and it'll be okay. Um, So one to get out there. It gives you eight rounds then. So you could do four rounds of this swimming down, getting something and coming back up. Mm-hmm. And I've got, I've refreshed my locate objects. So I right. should be able to see it. Uh, so mark off another a, chameleon skin. Yeah. Are there, is there more than one scale out there or am I just seeing the one? Um. So you see the one and then your locate object points you further down uh, the coast a little bit. And so you can sw- spend a minute or two swimming over there and then, dive and blink and pick up a scale and you know your locate object points you out a little bit deeper but that's probably you know if it gets too much further out into the ocean you probably can't make it down and back in time maybe Um, more efficient to do this with uh water breathing right so then you can like swim along the coast a little bit and check for more scales um and you'll find another so i think you can get three scales one in one location two in the next and then um, the spells further sca- yeah, further scales are the, the next closest ones to you are too difficult to reach for you to get them without water breathing. Okay. I'll swim back to shore and take a look at these scales. Well, they're about yay big each, um, and they're this pale blue color. So I'm pretty sure these are mist dragon scales or blue dragon scales. But to your knowledge, there are no blue dragons this far west. Well, they might come out this way from time to time. As they live in the deep ocean, or they... No, they li- usually live in mountaintops. Um, there are two blue dragons in Arcadia. One of them 
is in the big mountain range that runs across the, the middle of the continent uh, next mm-hmm. to the Red Desert, and the other one is even further west uh, out in Akuba. How many of... How many of these uh, scales do I think I need to make a potion? One. One scales, one potion? Yep. I guess while I'm all the way up here, I should probably just invest a day with water breathing, mm-hmm. collecting more scales. Did it seem like there were a fair bit in the water around here? Not a ton. Um, well, at least not like there's not a large collection of them lying around, but they're they seem to be fairly close by. So if you extend this and go down the road or down up and down the coast, there's probably thousands of scales that are available for you if you don't mm-hmm. mind traveling up and down the coast for a ways. Okay. So that island is... It looks like it's like three or four miles off the coast. Mm-hmm. Um, 100 minutes times 180 yards a minute... 1800 yards times three divided by five, whoops, 5,280. I can fly 10 miles. Okay. So that the rest of that day, I will, my robe back on once I'm dry, cast my, I'll pick up like a seagull feather if I don't have feathers in my. I think I do have feathers. So I'll collect some seagull feathers on the beach. I assume those are in relatively infinite supply. Yes. Can I get like 10 or so? Sure. And I will fly to the island and back, making sure I'm back within 100 minutes. So it's 10 miles. So I'll fly. I can probably fly out to the island, fly over the island, and fly back. Sure. Is there anything in particular you're doing or just observing the terrain? Observing the terrain, seeing what's on the island. I've got some memorized some might as well. Okay. Sure. You scour the island. It looks like a, a nice hilly wooded zone. Um, there's nice big sandy beaches. There's no sign of any civilization whatsoever on here. It looks completely wild. Um, when I fly over the island, I will fly low enough to get a view. Couple hundred feet from the surface, I think. You see some elk uh, or deer, maybe cruising around on the island. Squirrels, a lot of seabirds. Hmm. No dragon. And no creatures other than wildlife. Yeah, no civilized creatures. No monstrous creatures. At least not visible by a, a quick flyover. Okay. Um, thought crosses my mind to feast on elk tonight, but then I remember eh, how much of a mess that is. I'll just stick with the beef jerky. You beef jerky it up. 
So I return back to shore. And then you spend the next day water breathing and gathering things? Yeah. Yep. I will do same again. Two doses of um, locate object. Mm -hmm. Water breathing. Hmm. Water breathing is one hour per level plus 1d4 hours. So you'll be able to breathe for 10 to 14 hours. Mm -hmm. Or 10 to 13 hours, I guess. Um, So that's great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then with your locate object, you can go ahead and you can scour. Uh, Why don't you roll me... How long does locate object last? Only one round per level. Okay. So between the two of them, only 18 minutes. Um, but I've got some, all the hour, it's probably hardly even, I don't even think I'll bother with locate object. Yeah. I think you can probably just... have better luck just using water breathing to, I spend the day swimming. Well, cause some of them are buried and... under the sand, right? They're not just always resting okay. on top, but you do have, okay. you do have, roll me a D4 plus nine for how many hours you have to cruise around. Yeah. I guess light is actually going to be a bigger factor for it. No, you've got a staff. You could create light on Yeah, I can bring my continue light staff. Oh, I don't know what that D4 plus 9 was, but it's not good. That's your uh, time you can breathe underwater. Okay. Uh, I'll stay near the shore. Just in case. Yeah. I, I shouldn't actually know how long I can breathe underwater. Yeah, so. I, it's being lazy. That's um, fine. I think I'll actually probably get get sick of swimming before that expires. Sure. Why don't you roll me, let's say, uh, uh, how many hours do you want to spend doing this? Uh, the day. I don't have Phantom Steed yeah, memorized. How many hours, so like, after how long will you get sick of swimming? I think I'll do it in spurts, okay. right? So I'll probably do an hour, come back, lounge on the beach, read some books. Okay. That again. So let's. I would guess five hours total of searching. I would mean, call it a day's work, but I don't think a day of diving for scales lasts nine hours. That's pretty intense. Right. Right. Um, so if it's five hours of work, I and you can probably I, get. I will use two locate objects to uh, augment. An hour, augment you should page. be able to get. Like four d six scales. So why don't you roll me twenty d six, and that's how many scales you can get. Is that including using the locate object? I probably yeah. use locate object to do a quick scan. Probably one from the shore, like running up, running mm-hmm. up the coast. We'd better do it while flying or something. But well, yeah, but it always pings off the nearest object. So okay. 61. So right. I collect a fuck ton of So scales. by the end of the day, you've got this big I've pile. Got this pile of scales. And I'm probably like, do I even want this many scales? Yeah. <laughs> but I might as well. Actually, oh, I'm teleporting back. I'll, I'll teleport back right now. What am I thinking? So I removed my backpack from my pocket. My backpack was probably already out. It was already out of my pocket with like rations and stuff in it. Right. So I load up the Mist Dragon scales. And I'll teleport back, I think. 
Um, one, one last look around the beach before I go to make sure there's no one around or nothing interesting. Go ahead and make me a perception check. Pass that one. You don't see anything interesting. Um, this seems to be a fairly abandoned section of coastline. Over the course of the day, you do see a few ships way out there cruising down, um, but they probably don't see you. You're just like a speck on the coast, um, and they don't stop for you. Uh, go ahead and make me a D100 roll. On a 100, you get in trouble. No. Okay. Uh, if I roll low, I do teleport onto the roof or something, right? Right. Yeah, you'd just teleport on the roof. That's not going to be a big worry. It'd just be a little uh, awkward getting off the roof. I got dimension doors and yeah. feather falls. It'll be fine. Um, all right. So I got a ton of Mist Dragon scales that I deposit in my workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you have, what, 61 plus the three from the day before? So 64 Mist Dragon scales. Cool. So, was simpler than I thought. Mm -hmm. Quite a journey and no encounters. Yeah. I Um, guess I'm. Quick, quick bookkeeping thing. Did you say you had eight platinum before we converted things? Yes. Okay. So you should have uh, 640 platinum total now. Correct. Okay. 640 platinum, 5,938 gold, 2,200 iron, 8,900 silver, 32 copper. No mineral. Cool. Thank you, Evan, for adding those extra columns to the spreadsheet. Love it. God, I'm so rich. So rich. Although I'm probably just about to blow all of this gold upgrading my library. (laughs) (laughs) My my book addiction. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Back at Misty Rapids. And I think it may be... Time to fast forward, study. Yeah. So, what do you want to do here, in Misty Rapids? You have a, a lot of studying so, to do. Yeah, Actually, you so know what? I wanna... be- sorry. Before we get into studying, um, let's mm-hmm. talk about what is happening in and around the keep. Yeah. Um, the countryside has been not going so well, right? Um, shit's been kind of messed up. Um, where are my notes here? Uh, Baron Song has taken cauldron as we know and sort of supplanted a or planted um his own people in charge uh and whereas baron song once was often sending you out to accomplish missions x y and z he seems to be in a place now where he's just trying to consolidate what existing power he has you know trying to get a better grip on cauldron dealing with the merging of these two baronies does he Uh, have an army yet he has been building a larger personal guard force, um, but it's difficult and time-consuming, and there's been a lot of moving around and um, expending resources to gain control of the area. So he doesn't quite have a, 
large army. He does have lords he can call upon if he needs to raise an army quickly, and they've got towns and vassals. So if he wanted, he could raise an army from the uh, the barony of Misty Rapids. It would mm-hmm. just take some time to do. Um, so he has had very little use of you for you as of late. Perfect. Just the way I like it. Yeah. Okay, um, so go ahead. You were going to do some researching? Yeah, I think fabricate research is the main thing, um, which requires a larger library. So I'm guessing part of the research time will be in acquiring said books. Mm-hmm. If you want to insert like a any trips I might need to make to get the books, or maybe it's just waiting. Probably. What in is the that, I want time to start for researching a spell? And in addition, I will, if like there's delays while I'm waiting for books, I will start brewing those potions. Okay. Uh, two weeks per spell level is the general chance. So if you so want to learn weeks. 10 weeks for fabric. This is pretty important. Where is the, what page is this in the DMG? This is 103 is in spells and magic. Oh, okay. Uh, chapter seven. Secondly, the character must refrain from adventuring and concentrate solely on research to the exclusion of all other activities. Okay. The character may take breaks from his research to attend to other matters, but if the break is longer than a day, he suffers a setback of some kind and loses one week's worth of research. One week? What the hell kind of research are these wizards doing? For example, if a wizard finishes four weeks of research and then finds he must travel out of town for three days, he must repeat one week of his studies. If the break turns out to be longer than the time he's already invested, all research is lost and he must start over. So it's probably things like if you have to, you've got like an alchemical uh, laboratory set up and you're conducting tests. And if you like have to go away for a day, then you, whatever the last week's worth of progress you made is ruined by your not being there. Um... Let's see. Money is also an issue. Expending. Da, 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 da. Books require uh, 100 to 1,000 GP per spell level. So the costs here are a little high. We're not going to use 1,000. We might do. What did we say last time? Was it 100 GP per spell level to do research? Yeah, the spells that I did before were we'd use the lower end. And we also said that the money spent researching, researching was added to the library. That kind of makes sense. Or there a portion of it. I don't remember what percentage we use. Let's just say it's half, just for conveniences. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to say it's uh, 100 G per, GP per spell level. Half of it gets added to the value of your library. So this is okay. going to be 500 GP, 250 will be added to your library. So add that now mm-hmm. and subtract the 500 GP. What if I don't finish all? Well, I guess the, it gets spent whether or not I finish the... Correct. Trying to figure out where I have my uh, forge. Okay, library value. Okay. Okay. So your percent chance of success or failure is ten percent plus one percent so per point I, of relative relative uh, ability score and one percent per experience level. 
minus twice the spell level. So hold on just a sec. My my library is only currently worth five thousand GP. So I need a ten thousand GP library to Ooh. research research fifth level spells. Oh shit! So part of this, I mean, so I, hopefully during this spell research is me expanding the library, figuring out what books I need that I don't have. Well, if you're going to want to get from 5,000 to 10,000 GP library, we're going to actually have to do some adventuring to get these things. We're not just going to be able to do it right now. That's going to have to be a bigger deal. So maybe we should work on other things that you wanted to do. Potions, scrolls. Uh, I mean, I'll make the potions, but I think my main focus will be expanding the library. I mean, so. Okay. Um, let's right. just get the potions out of the way first so we can concentrate on... Um, yeah, library. So stuff. I'll make I'll make a few potions of gaseous form. Okay. Um, potions of gaseous form. Let me figure out how much they're worth, so I can tell you how long they take to make and how much they cost. Um, <laughs> Potion gaseous form. Is a 300 GP potion and will take you three days to make. Mm, to make one, I assume. Yeah. So, they. And there's also a chance for failure involved in all of these. Do I know if it fails before, or do I have to test it? Um, I'll make a roll in secret. If it's a 96 or higher, it's a cursed... Uh, it, it's failed in some way that looks like it worked, but it didn't. And if it's between your percent chance and that, then the whole thing is just ruined. So, I will know that it's ruined, but I won't know right. if it's cursed. Right. Uh, but if I, I can use identify on it to check if it's cursed. I think so, yeah. Yeah. What does a cursed potion do? Is it, like, dangerous? Yeah, it's probably... It typically becomes a potion of poison or delusion instead of what they should be. That's pretty bad. Okay, that's been shitty. What is my percent chance of success? 85. You're level 9, right? Mm-hmm. And you have 19 intel? Correct. Actually, hold on. Intel doesn't get factored into it. I thought it did, but it didn't. Um, so 19... I'm sorry. 18 plus 70 minus... Three is eighty-five percent chance of success. So I'll spend six days, I think, making two. Okay. Okay, two successes. Okay. Or are they? Dun, dun, dun. Have I identified the amulet of Malchus since I've hit level nine? I don't think I have. Oh no, but we got all of the. Yeah, last time you tried to identify it, there were no more existing properties. It's probably worth identifying these potions to make sure they're not poison. Okay. Do I have anything else that needs identification? Uh, I guess I should delete two Mist Dragon Scales. Mm -hmm. uh, did you want to make any potions of speed? I don't have any troll... Bits. Okay. And yeah, and I have one potion of speed. Um, and also subtract six hundred GP. Um, it costs the full value to make a potion. Yeah. 
Okay. So that was six days. I get experience for making those, don't I? You do. I think you get 300 experience for each one of them. And is a potion of poison do? Is it like super dangerous or just a little dangerous? Hmm. A poison potion is simply a highly toxic liquid in poison flask. Typically, poison potions are odorless and can be of any color. Um, ingestion, induction, introduction through poison through breaking the skin, or in some cases, just skin contact will cause death. Uh, poison can be weak, average, or deadly. Some poisons can be so toxic that a neutralized poison will simply lower the toxicity. Okay. Um, so, I probably don't want to mess with them. I was wondering, yeah. I mean, I still haven't test, tested the unicorn horn. Yeah. They, it's basically like save or death or die with a bonus to a penalty, uh, like a plus four bonus to a minus four penalty, depending on how toxic it is. That is rough. Yeah, don't don't drink them. All right, um, I'll identify them when I have nine. Okay. Prepared. So I probably will only make two for now. Sure. And then what were you wanting to do? My, my main goal is to expand the library and research fabricate and. Right. Okay. Make, make so, the forge. Library expansion. Do you want to? I don't know how. Where our breaks are all out of whack. They are. Take a break Let's take a break here and we'll see what we can do about. Yeah. Great minds think alike, man. We'll see you guys on the other side of our break. Bye bye, everyone. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. So, you have a lot of research to do. <clears throat> mm hmm. Um, I have, have a lot of book collecting to do. Book collecting to do. You have spells to gather. Um,. So some of your research library can just be bought and you can just send minions out in the world to gather these things and bring them back to you. Which I, which I think we already began. So it's been about a week, maybe a little more, since I first put out word that Mark Carl of Misty Rapids is buying books. Right. Who pay handsomely. Blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. Um, um, has any word come back or have I gotten any leads? Did you such? pay any money yet? Uh <laughs> We should, have, we should have written I this down. Uh, I don't. Well, I should be able to check if I if I if there was a two. I think you told me that like two thousand of it or something could be bought outright. I did not pay any of that. Okay, last time we did Georg, so, you spent five hundred GP on something. That was lifestyle expenses, I think. Oh, got it. Okay. Oh, that was potion research, I think. Okay. Um. So. Word has been spread. Uh, it's mostly to uh, merchants who travel mm -hmm. around the place. And so those merchants know now that, hey, if you've got any books that a wizard might be interested in, bring them by Misty Rapids and you know, get in touch with one of the servants there who will get in touch with the, the wizard there and see if anything needs to be bought. Okay. Um, um, okay. So... Why don't you... Hmm. Is that fruitful within a week or not? Let's see. 
trying to look at my events here. It's probably so more Stromheim, like, like 10 days. Yeah, right, so Stromheim has closed their gates. The gates to Stromheim have been closed for uh, three weeks now. So that that's a section where a lot of books would naturally be coming from. They're one of the bigger places around here. Um, let me also take a look at my... I have a, a chart that will tell me where all the bookmakers in the kingdom are. Really? Mm-hmm. Just loading is slow. Get some background music. What are you eating, by the way? Uh, pasta and meat sauce. Mm. Mr. Meat Sauce. <laughs> Don't worry, I harvested his soul first. Good, don't want that to go to waste. Um, so, there are one, two, three, four, four, there are five bookmakers in Eridon, in this kingdom. Uh, one of them is in Stromheim, the other is in Newfort, one in High Castle, one in Fortune, and one in Anvil. Uh, again, that's okay. Stromheim, Newfort, High Castle, Fortune, and Anvil. And is Newfort south across the Tetherwilds? Yes, it is. Uh, if I'm correct, that's run by a dwarf, and they probably hate magic. Yep. So I'm going to just circle those right here. So this is Newfort. This is Anvil. Here's Stromheim, High Castle, and what's the other one? Fortune? The other yeah. one's Fortune out here. Fucking Fortune. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, so, your it's been so maybe maybe worth a trip to Anvil to meet that bookmaker. In fact, if I had known that earlier, I probably would have stopped there on the way to Mr. to the coast. Yeah. Would you want to yeah. take books out to the ocean? Yeah, probably not. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so um, your your best places for finding books would be Stromheim and High Castle, the two big cities. But Stromheim <laughs> has closed their doors. Um, word is you, around the the keep that High Castle has been having some serious uh, law enforcement issues. There have been a lot of murders and a lot of chaos happening in that town. A lot of uh, important people have vanished. Um, but High Castle is still, you know, its, its gates are open, it's still operating. There's a, a gold mine in High Castle, and so there's enough wealth there that they can't ever really shut down. Okay. Um, hmm. So High Castle would be the place where you could probably get the most, but also probably the easiest place to get books out of through your normal means. Um, Anvil is... Um, Books could come from the other places fairly easily. I think Anvil is the least accessible place. Newfort is a, a county seat, so there's a lot more travel to Newfort and back. Um, Anvil is probably the, the hardest one to get books from. Anvil, or sorry, Newfort is the cast, is the county seat to the county over, though. Right. So is there much travel between Misty Rapids and Anvil? Um, between Misty Rapids, right, and, sorry, Newfort? Misty Rapids and Newfort? Uh, not a lot, but there's a lot. So there's travel, like Newfort will connect to Shirebrook, 
-hmm. and Shirebrook is a point of contact for everything. Um, and so there's a lot of travel between Newfort and Shirebrook. Anvil will also connect to Shirebrook by a ship, but just not as often because there's not as much to offer in Anvil. So mm-hmm. word can easily get to Newfort about this need for books. It'll just take some time um, to start bringing them in. Anvil is the one where people are probably not going to go there as much, and you're less okay. likely to but, get. That sort well, of but that may be a more fruitful personal trip, right? Um, so Anvil is probably the one that you would want to. I mean, five thousand GP is probably only a handful of bucks, isn't it? Wait, hold on. This library posed books ranging in value from fifty to five hundred gold. Though so unusual works may cost much more. Is that what they say so, the book cost is? Fifty to five hundred? Yeah, yeah. And you want to increase your library by five thousand? One week of library building allows the character to spend up to five hundred GP on books he needs. If the DM is generous, blah, blah, blah. So this will, it'll take 10 weeks to expand the library, as well as 10 weeks in spell research. A lot of time. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um... So we're looking at 10 weeks. Uh, Part of these 10 weeks should include a trip to Anvil. Yeah, so I think that's the trip that I'll make myself. Although, so I don't think I'll need to for this expansion, but it seems like the best way to get a large volume of books Mm -hmm. would be to go to Newfort and have them shipped by river or whatever you would call that down to, what is the city west of Cauldron? Uh, was that long cast? Yeah, have it no, it's by Tassel. From, from High Fort, from High have Castle taken, to Tassel? Yeah, yeah, High Castle to Tassel. Right. So that's easy to do. And then just well, road over. Yeah. But I don't think I'll, I don't think that, I think that would take a lot of arranging. I think that would probably involve a trip to High Castle to buy the books and then arrange to have them shipped. Right. So, so I'm thinking for a future expansion, that's probably the best bang for my buck, one shot, spend 10,000 GP on books type of... Sure. Um, also, you can put in orders with traveling merchants who yeah. know, move things I, around. So you can... I think we'll probably make that, as long as Garrick has money, that's probably just going to be a standing thing. Okay. Um, why don't we just kill like... a... Count off a week of time, saying that you spend this time... Um, Looking, or making lists of things that you would need, talking to merchants that are traveling through, and sending some messengers around to uh, okay. talk to other merchants to arrange. Is that a dedicated week, or is that a week while I'm brewing potions? Um, let's give it a, a dedicated week of you really okay. looking into what you need to expand okay. your library. I was planning on role playing that some. I don't know if we need to roll, but I would go. I probably travel to Mister go down into this town of Misty Rapids. Right. I was gonna check in with uh, what was her name. But I guess yeah, merchants are fine too. Uh, what was the the leader of the thieves guild, more or less? 
Vanessa? Vanessa. Let's see if that's in my list of notes. I don't know. There's something about Vanessa. Let's see if she has any had any leads on large supplies of wizardy books for sale or abandoned. So in this first week, why don't you just chip out 500 GP and increase your library by 500 GP? Um, we'll say this week yeah. was spent dedicated on getting information out and trying to place the proper orders. And then mm -hmm. for the remaining nine weeks, you can kind of just passively collect books and spend money. Um, mm -hmm. And then we'll also take a specific trip to Anvil. Okay. Does that work for you? Yeah. So increasing the value by 500. Right. And, and does a does a visit to Vanessa yield anything particular? Or is she even interested in such matters? Um, Vanessa will have some information for you. So why don't we play that out? Yeah. So I ride my phantom steed into Misty Rapids. I've probably been in and out of Misty Rapids most of the days this week. Um, at some point during this week, I will also wizard lock my third chest. And okay. I think I, will re, I would have re-wizard locked my door because I cast it when I was a lower level. Mm -hmm. Oh, so now it's a higher level. I want to make sure that, it, that I've got level nine wizard locks. Okay. Cool. So you go pay Vanessa a visit. Um, you find her in her house one afternoon. Oh, actually, what time of day do you want to visit her? That might... During... During the day, I don't think I would make an effort to visit her at night or normal business hours. Yeah, yeah normal business hours. <laughs> uh, you find her uh, sitting comfortably. She has her feet propped up on a table and is cleaning her fingernails with a knife when she gives the call from inside to come on in. How do I know she's cleaning her fingernails with a knife? I can't see her. Because it's you come in fun. and you see her cleaning her fingernails with a knife. All right. Uh, I enter. Afternoon, Lady Vanessa. How are ah, you doing? Our, fine autumn day. Our Carl. What a rare and distinguished pleasure it is to see you again. I trust that Baron Song has no problems with my present activities. You're not coming to tell uh, me to stop anything, are you? It depends. What are your present activities? I'll walk in and take a seat. Ah, nothing. After... After a pregnant, uh, long enough to let her tell me anything, she would. I guess she's not going to tell me. She no, no. This is this is a personal visit. Excellent. I am. You do so enjoy our personal chats. Yes, I'm looking to expand my library a great deal, and as you can imagine, books are an expensive and rare thing to come by. Here, I was I hoping you meant library metaphorically. Well, I'm always expanding that as well. Hmm. But, no, this, I'm specifically talking about books here. I see. I put in words with all the usual merchants, but such acquisitions are slow. I figured it may be worth reaching out to you as well. It's been so long since we've spoken. Any excuse for a visit? 
Hmm. Well, uh... Are you familiar with... Carrick? Yes. Yes. I smile as that reminds me of something, and then... Yes, I've, I've heard of him. He... He was the priest who organized an uprising in the east some time back. Got himself killed. Hmm. That's about the gist of it. Um, Carrick was a, a bit of a uh, a bookworm. I guess that's the right term. Uh, he and his soldiers, his uh, fellow rebels, had made themselves quite comfortable in Anvil with and I do recall there being a, a couple of special deliveries that needed to be made there. You understand. Since his untimely death, I'm sure those objects have just been left to lie around. Probably added to the, the keep in Anvil's personal collection. Interesting. Now, these Ooh. things are probably not for sale. They're probably uh, the private personal property of whoever has succeeded him. Who is the Count of Anvil right now? Baron. Mm. Baron. That's a, yes. a good question. The Count would be vicious. Yes. I presume I have already made myself enough an enemy of Count Vicious. She raises her eyebrow questioningly at that. Having already stepped on his toes, I don't suppose it could do too much harm digging my heel around a little bit. Who has replaced him? I don't have any notes anywhere about who is in charge in Anvil now. I don't think. Maybe nope. Maybe there is no one in charge. Um, someone well, has taken over Anvil. I mean, Count Vicious marched in. Maybe no one knows, or maybe we don't know here. Yeah, it's probably well. I mean, Vanessa Count Vicious would... marched in with his army. That was probably like a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Stamped him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. We now have uh, Baron von Lodwin <laughs> in charge of Anvil. Mm-hmm. to keep this information. I can keep it in my notes. Yes, but I, for my further notes in the future, my I, I never I built this world and all the documentation, considering it being static because I thought I was going to run separate campaigns with the same static startup rather than campaigns that are crossing each other and changing things as things go on. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a good repository for information regarding world changes. Hmm. Um, but that's my own problem. I have a document with like... I mean, this, so it'll be like... Uh, what's the name? Blah, 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 blah. Anvil. And it'll be like Baron. And it'll be like 
Baron. I actually don't even know who the old Baron was. And then the then crossed out. Multiple people there, like crossed out, and then Carrick is there. This these years, and Von Lodwin there these years. Right, right. There, I'll sort it out eventually. But for now, it is Baron Von Lodwin. Mm -hmm. um, recently appointed to the Baron by order of the Queen, uh, backed by Count Vicious. Um, hmm. I there is a binder in Anvil, one of the few in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So I'm already thinking to make a visit. Yes, they they do a lot of binding of books there. They then get sold about and written elsewhere. Uh, but Baron von Lodwin is the man you would seek. I don't know how he would take to a visit from the world-famous Ark Carl. <clears throat> um, to be honest, very little word comes from that little corner of the kingdom. It seems to be quite quiet ever since Carrick's little boondoggle. Well, it's nothing more suspicious than I get quiet city. Hmm. Quiet um, county. Did you bring me anything in exchange for this? <clears throat> no gifts? Um, would I come empty-handed? Uh... Why, Georg, you wound me. I thought hold we had on, a... Hold on, I, I, of course I, I brought a gift. I... I, I reach into a, a pocket and pull out a potion. Hmm. Of gaseous form. Oh the, my. the one that I know works. I... It must have slipped my mind. I've been... You know, slaving on this for... On these for, for weeks... Wow. This is an this is an original. I didn't make this myself, so you can drink without worrying about any side effects. Hmm. <clears throat> of course, that's if I trust what you say. <laughs> but I have cracked the recipe. Excellent. Well, I didn't... Yes, this is a. Uh, it's called a little. A little draught of the wraith, if you will. It will turn you as incorporeal as you. the wraith of the tender wilds himself. Mm. Me? No, no, no. I hope it doesn't Blood have any of the wraith in it. I take it to set it down. You wish. <laughs> well, I'm glad to see that our... No. Mistragon. Is the secret ingredient. Hmm. I guess that. I'm glad to see that our special arrangement is still very special. Hmm. You don't happen to have any contacts in Anvil, do you? Once upon a time. I know of a few people there. Anything in particular you're looking for? <clears throat> I'm debating whether I should speak with this von, von Lodwin 
himself or perhaps someone who would have been familiar with Carrick and hmm. go about inspecting the collection in a more roundabout way. Unfortunately, the staff at the keep has been replaced a few times now. A baron, former Lord von Lodwin, uh, has brought in his own personal staff to oversee it, so I do not know, do not have any ways on hand immediately to get a peek inside. He might take very well to a visit from a traveling wizard, or he might be repulsed by you. His boss is a vampire. I don't think he would find my darkness any more repulsive. A vampire now? Count Vicious? Give her a meaningful look. We're just full of legends today, aren't we? Don't believe everything you hear. I've seen it with my own eyes. Well, I borrowed the eyes, but I have seen it. Hmm. Why do you think the man is never spotted out of his keep? Because his whole family is touched. Happens when you breed among yourselves too many times. Touched with what? Madness. Vampirism is a form (laughs) of madness, is it not? Well, that is... One of the wilder stories I've heard, uh, but I will take it into consideration. A vampire, <laughs> happily ruling part of the county, or kingdom. No need to keep that rumor close to your chest. I do no or I don't? No need. Well. I've, been, I've been trying to notify the proper authorities, well, for some time now, and for some reason it just won't stick. Such a juicy story, and it's true. <laughs> you think it spread like wildfire, but oh well. Any other news, or is hmm. books the most interesting thing you've had to talk about all week? Depends on what you know already, and what is news to you. I, I get out. Almost as little as Count Vicious. Well, it's been about a month since... Hmm. Since the main temple in Stromheim was burned to the ground, and every single priest... temple was burned? And every single priest within it died. Travesty. Um, By every priest? Every... Priest. You think? Every cleric in the temple. Why, that will set progress back hundreds of years? How did? How do you burn a temple full of clerics? You'd think they'd just pray their way out. <laughs> People have been trying to pray their way out of terrible situations for generations with little success. <laughs> um, wow. I'm sure you have heard of Countess Castilian's demise by now. Countess Castilian? No. Where have you been, Carl? It's been a month. Has Baron Song said nothing to you of this? How did they say she died? Badly. With a knife in her belly. 
A knife. I thought it was a spear. I thought you hadn't heard. Well. Hmm. No, I, I, I heard it was Calarkand. Uh, Is that not the, the rumors on the street are? The half-elf? No. No, no. Put down by her spear, one way or another. I get up to walk away. Um, to leave or just move to another part of the room? Uh, I was I was moving to leave, leaving her with that juicy tidbit, um, unless she had things to say on the way out. Or... She spouts out that uh, Lady... Um, Lady Valmont has died as well, as well as a... Shirebrook? Baroness of Shirebrook. That stops me as I'm, I believe. Haynes will be most disturbed. Oh, he already knows. How How does he find out before I do? He takes his head out of the library and talks to people. Nobody tells me anything. Um, <sighs> if you'd like a further list of murdered nobles, there are, there are many around. Whoever it is that runs a, a Copper Hill dead. Um, the Count of Highport dead. Uh, High Castle dead. A um, couple of priests out there. Um, there have been a, a whole string of assassinations. It's been oh, a busy and, year. And yet our beloved... Aaron's song is still alive and well. Not for want of trying. You do know that someone tried to murder him too, right? I assume I would have seen the body hanging. Yeah. Outside of town. Yeah. Well. Good luck with whatever it is that you do. And um, if you have any need for... Giving more gifts away, I'm always happy to receive. Happy to exchange. Yes. Mm -hmm. First one's free, but if you find it to your liking, let me know. Hmm. Happy to brew up another batch. She gives you a smile and and starts, instead of just cleaning her nails, starts trimming them with her knife as you depart. Yeah. Yeah, I... Continue walking out the door. Leave. Well, Anvil it is. Okay. Uh, if you're going to go by horseback, it's, what, two days to get there on your phantom steeds, or a day and a half, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems the fastest way to get there. So let's roll for more yeah. random encounters. Oh my uh, let, me, let me just check to make sure that I've got the spells that I want. random encounters have not been popping up today. It's been like 95s, 80s, 70s on the the percentile die to run across random encounters. All super Mm -hmm. high rolls. We'll get you ambushed by Ettercaps soon. Of course you will. Hanging out on the opposite side of a river in an ambush in case anyone happens to cross. All right. I will need to do some spell memorizing the next day to prepare for travel, but then I will 
hit the road. So let me, I forgot to subtract rations. Not that be a big deal to... Uh, for those in chat that keep bugging me about stone skin, I've, I'm not going to bother yet. I've got it memorized, but I'll just let it run out naturally. I'm not particularly worried. All right, I had... Who? Only four days of rations, so that I spent two, right? Yeah. Or was it three? Uh, you spent three, two to get there, and one day hanging out there. Okay. Uh, so I'll replenish three days worth of rations, worth of iron rations. Sure. Um, that comes out of your monthly expenses, right? Oh, sure. Because you're doing that. like 500 GP a month Yeah. for expenses, yeah. so we'll just say rations are part of that. Okay. And then I will, yeah, next morning, conjure my phantom steed and ride towards Anvil. You already rolled the encounter check? Yeah, I rolled two encounter checks and got nothing. Do you really want to feed me experience at this point? I mean, they'd just be like, well, who knows what they what, what it, they would encounter, but I think everything is super difficult for you to, or super easy for you to defeat these days. At least um, on the random encounter table. Yeah. And I would almost welcome the opportunity to find something poison to see if this minotaur, if this uh, minotaur, <laughs> uh, unicorn horn really does work as an anti-poison charm. Mm. Or if I do need to use it as a suppository, as chat has <laughs> instructed. Don't use unicorn horn as a suppository. <laughs> You're going to rip something and die. <laughs> There's not enough coconut oil in the world to make that okay, work. And time. I will... <laughs> I will bring 500 platinum with me. 500 platinum? I need to buy 5,000 GP worth of books. All right. Oh, wait, that's not five. That's only... That's 10,000 GP. Oh, that's, yeah, it's 1,000 GP. Can I exchange for gemstones in town in Misty Rapids? Yeah, can you can gemstones? buy gemstones. You can buy a ton of gemstones. Yeah, I'm going to be buying 5,000 GP diamonds to fit into your amulet to <laughs> um, stack souls. Oh, that's... Um, no, I don't have enough cash to burn that in that manner yet. I would just like some more some more readily transportable wealth. So I'll visit my... Tr I can't even remember the guy's name, but that, that poor... Uh, Poor gem cutter who I've scared the shit out of on multiple occasions. He now supplies me with my granite and diamond dust. And I murdered someone for him or something like that. You have a total of 8,000 GP worth of wealth on you at this moment, I think. Not on me. Most uh, of it's, it, it's, yeah. it's in... Yeah. In your... Your profile... Mm -hmm. um, so I would like to at the I would like to exchange for some for gemstones instead. Sure. Um, what value of gemstones are typical or available? Um, you can buy. It's usually the less expensive ones, especially here in Misty Rapids, just kind of you mm -hmm. know the backwater town. Um. You, there are a lot of 
semi-precious stones that are 50 GP and a few fancy ones lying around. There's not much in the way of precious gems or jewels in Misty Rapids. Okay. What are the semi, the fancy? How much fancy are those worth? Fancy ones. Those are worth 100 GP each. Um, there is... There's a lot of amethyst available in Misty Rapids. Those are worth 100 GP each. Mm -hmm. Those get washed up in the river. So you could buy a bunch of gemstones um, and then just trade those in for at, at cash value. If you wanted to liquidate them into cash and sell them, you would sell them at a lower price. You'd probably sell them at like uh, 80 GP mm -hmm. um, if you wanted to turn them back into money. So it's a a good way to make money mobile, but then you're going to have to like specifically trade them rather than liquidate them. Okay. I think I'll convert 2,000 GP into amethysts. So that would be... That would be 20 amethysts. 20 stones. amethysts. Yeah, yeah, that probably wipes out the available amethyst in this town on this day. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's 20 stones. Probably like a pound worth of gemstones. And I'll bring that plus about 100 GP with me. Okay. <clears throat> so I mount up on my Phantom Steed and ride east. Okay. Um... Just taking a look at your withdrawals column on your spreadsheet, your uh, Eben or whoever's updating it is missing the 500 GP that you spent on spell books or on I library books. Up. Yeah, I took that out of the deposits. Oh I did God! It wrong. Oh God! Yeah, what have I done? Oh I no! The whole, um, okay, the whole economy is falling apart around us. <laughs> I mean, it is just a one net for the session. It's not like a yeah an item or anything. Right, right. How detailed do you want me to be? I uh, can't. As detailed as it helps you. <laughs> and no more. Alright, uh, so I'll do 3,100. Now I'm missing 100 no, GP. I don't know where it went. That started at 37, so I think you took out 1,000 GP from there. Something. That... You, your deposits oh. for today should be 3,700 GP. Where did the other six? What did I spend six hundred GP on? I don't know. Oh, potions. Potions. Okay. Right. So let me. Okay, I'll fix that. So thirty-seven hundred. Yeah. And add another six hundred. So big spender. Well, I guess a lot of that was liquidated, huh? Yeah. Cool. Um. Pretty freaking rich, but I'm still burning through this pretty quick, actually. So it's a two-day journey to Anvil, and we'll just say you arrive in Anvil. It is a same town it's been before. It looks like things are getting back together. Have you ever been here? I've never been to Anvil. I've scried on it. I've scried on it many times, but that was during the war. So there was a day out in the uh, Golden Sea, right? Underneath, right. Uh, underneath my tiny hut. Yes. Um, I guess let's just... I, 
I'll probably just ride on into town like a sick nerd baller and see how these people take to me. Sure. Anvil is an unwalled town at the edge of the uh, Ashlands and the... What's that place called? The Firewood. Um, yeah, so I did ride... I rode through the Ashlands, not mm-hmm. the Golden Sea. Right. I would have ridden uh, a little here. bit of both, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a population of around 3,000. It's predominantly human, with about 25% of the population being halflings. The north mm-hmm. side of town is the halfling section. They have their own inns, they have their own taverns, they have all their own crap. Um, there mm-hmm. are a few temples here. Um, what is it? There are three temples in town. No, those are taverns. How many temples are in town? One, two, yeah, there are five temples in town. One of them has been burned down, um, and you can see the reconstruction process working on it as you come in. There are a few, there are two inns and three taverns. I will stop by the burned temple and take a look. Does it look recently burned? Like probably it was Carrick's Uh, temple or something? No, it looks like it was burned a year ago. Okay. Of course. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. At the center of town is a artificially raised uh, platform, like a, a hill, except it's not quite hilly. It's like steep uh, cliffs uh, with a keep built on it. Um, and you can see the rotting heads on spikes on top of the walls that probably belong to Carrick, and that's one of his assistants, and those are probably just the rest of his men up there. Their yeah. heads are on spikes on the wall. Are there, is this area still militarized or have all the troops long since left? No, the, the armies have left. There is a, you do see town guards walking around, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't look unusual. It looks quite normal. Okay. It's probably, it's midday, isn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. So what's on? I'm debating whether I should organize a heist and steal these books, or try and acquire them lawfully. Well, if you try to acquire them lawfully and then they disappear right afterwards, <laughs> a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. How would you like to go about this? For I guess your first task would be: Where are they? Yeah. Locate object blocked by. I don't think it's blocked by stone or or anything like that. Blocked by lead. Okay. I think I will be my usual rapey self and. You're going to turn into a wraith and sneak your way in? Eventually. Uh, For now, I'll wait until night. Uh, I'll probably go to a tavern until nightfall. There are a bunch of taverns in town. 
let's get go to one of the nicer ones. Yeah, let's get to a human-sized tavern as well. <laughs> Are there dwarf? Is there a dwarf tavern or something? Halfling. Oh God. Um, Actually, so there there are only two inns, one halfling sized and one human sized. The, the Featherfall is where you have to go for yourself. It's a not a great place. Excuse me, I can reduce myself and enter said halfling tavern if I want to. Uh, tavern or inn? I'm sorry, I was looking at inns. Oh, tavern. I yeah, I just want to hang out. I don't. Okay, I don't so the the nicest tavern in town is the Firewood Brewery which mm -hmm. is on the edge of the Halfling District. It's got uh, a big door for people and then a smaller door next to it for little people. Mm -hmm. and, uh, when you step inside, you notice that there is, are tables sized for humans and tables sized for halflings and dwarves. Uh, you don't see any dwarves standing around or sitting around, but you do see a bunch of halflings. All right, then. There's a, a pause in the conversations around as the black-robed wizard with the, the snake sigil on his lapel and the, the bronze quarter staff I'm not, steps I don't in. have a snake sigil lapel. Don't I you have, have a, the... Yeah, the... I'm not wearing any trappings of Misty Rapids. Okay. So what my, my sigil is on like a, what, like a tabard. So I've got like a gray tabard that I would sometimes wear over my robe. Mm -hmm. But no, I'm wearing unadorned black robes. Okay. Um, so there maybe not the whole conversation stops, and a few people notice you, and you, you see them taking stock of you and your presence. I'm really that much more intimidating when I'm wearing a sigil of Misty Rapids. Yeah. Who'd know? Okay. All right, I enter, peel back my hood, find a seat at the bar, order some Elven wine if available. The bartender brings you some. That sounds sophisticated. And I, I guess I'll hang. I mean, I'll hang here till nightfall. Um, I don't really know how to get rumors. I'm really not. Subtle. It's gotten harder as the campaign has progressed for me to get information from the common folk. Yeah, that's what happens when you get stronger and more powerful, and your profile gets raised. Mm-hmm. I'll look around and listen. I do have an ESP memorized, so I'm debating whether to use it here or whether I would use it in the keep. Well, you know, kill some hours in in the tavern. Yeah. Uh, let's see if anything interesting happens in the tavern. Do you have an encounter check for taverns? I just roll a d20, and the higher on the die, the more interesting the things that happen. Um, so, for example, this time you rolled a 14, which in my mind means a fight breaks out between some halflings for a little while and eventually mm -hmm. gets broken up. Uh, and some mercenary-looking folks come in and take a seat at a table in the back mm -hmm. uh, and hang out, but no, no one gets in your way. Nothing messes with you. Hmm. Um, no one seeks you out. Mm -hmm. um, so the night passes. Yeah. The day passes. Uh, you can make your way to the Featherfall Inn. Where... No, after dark. Uh, after dark, I'm gonna go to the keep. Hey. Um, my my horse has expired. Yes. 
quick getaways. Um, um, when I looked at the at the keep during the day, mm-hmm. did I see any? Um, Any guards around? So can you re- remind me what the keep, how right, the keep the is? The keep laid out? is in the center of town, and it's on a raised section with a, a mm-hmm. wall all the way around it. Um, okay. Yeah. There's a, a little ramp that heads up to the area where the gate is. There's only one entrance into the wall, and you do see patrols of guards along the wall carrying uh, torches. Looks like maybe two guards walking opposite sides of the wall in the same direction. How long did potions last? There's like a default duration, right? Right. Um, four complete turns plus 1d4 turns, and a turn is 10 rounds, so 4 okay. plus d4 times 10 rounds. You know, I said I would identify these, but life's a risk. I'm going to go ahead and drink one of my potions of gaseous form and use that to slip into the keep. Okay. Uh, if I die... <laughs> uh, you would get a saving throw first if it was yeah. a potion of poison. Uh, it is not. Your 4% chance risk is uh, it's fine. You drink it, you immediately become incorporeal as per gaseous form. Is it any different than gaseous form, other than it lasts quite a bit longer, I think? Nope. Well, um, I will do my best to hide myself. I mean, I guess I'm in a black robe, I'm incorporeal. Can I, I can't, like, disperse myself to be less visible. Uh, wait, gaseous form is not an actual spell. Uh, wraith form is. Wraith form. Okay. Let me double-check the potion, because I might be mistaken. Of... Oh, damn, I found a picture a picture of Georg. Oh, yeah. That's is that, that's me the other night when I was hanging out on the coast. Uh, by imbibing the magical liquid, the individual causes his body, as well as anything he's carrying or wearing, to become gaseous. The form is able to flow at a base speed of three... A gust of wind spell or even strong air, normal strong air currents will blow the gaseous form at airspeed. The form is transparent and insubstantial. It wavers and shifts and can't be harmed except by magic fire or lightning, which do normal damage. A whirlwind inflicts double damage on a creature in gaseous form. Um, when in such conditions, the individual is able to enter any space that is not airtight, even a small crack or hole. Entire potion must be consumed to achieve this result. It lasts a normal duration. So you said four turns plus d4 turns. Mm-hmm. I'll roll the d4. Okay. So you can just rate. You can just slip I through move it, the gate itself. Rate three though. Yeah, it's pretty slow. So, otherwise, it's it seems like it's better than wraith form, except for the fact that it's really freaking slow. Well, you slip underneath or through the sides of the gate and 
miss Probably it. through cracks in the palisade wall. I don't even think I go in the front door. Well, I mean, that's the, 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 the doors are shut at night. You know, you got the palisade behind the doors. Yeah, so then, I mean, I don't go through the front door. I just go through, like, the side wall. Is it a palisade wall, or is it a... Um, no, it's a stone wall. Okay. Cracks in the stone... Are there cracks in the stone? I guess you can go over the stone tight? wall. You're, you're kind of flying. I don't think I can... Can I fly? I can't with, with Wraith form, but with Gaseous form, it sounds like moving right three, I may be able to just go up. You might just be able to go up. You would say that a stone wall is airtight. I would say a stone wall is airtight. It says you're able to flow, so you can't fly. Okay. You're going to have to go through the front gate. Okay. I go through the front gate. Is there a guard at the front gate? Or are they just patrolling the wall above? Uh, there is a guard on the inside of the front gate as you slip through it. Uh, but it's dark. He's got a, a yeah, lantern still- hanging near him, and he's uh, flipping a coin and catching it. Yeah. And catching it. I stick to the shadows in black and in substantial, so I missed right past him. Yeah, the gaseous form is transparent and insubstantial. No one, the guard doesn't see you. Mm-hmm. No, definitely not. Um, you can cross the courtyard to the front door. Okay. okay. You seep in through the front door. Mm-hmm. Sleep under the cracks. Mm-hmm. Find yourself uh, inside the keep. I probably will want to. I mean, maybe I'll just look for a library. But yeah, so I'll yeah I'll look for a library on the f- first floor. Then I may go down instead of I'm in. Mean, let me know if there's staircases. How many floors did the keep look from outside? Two floors. Okay, so I'll search the bottom floor ground floor and see if there's a way down. Sure, you've got a long time in gaseous form. Even the minimum amount of time is a long time. So you can go ahead and search the whole keep, uh, maybe in... Oh, you're moving at movement rate three. That's actually kind of slow. Yeah. Uh, So maybe in half an hour, you can search the whole keep, just kind of flowing in under doors and back into hallways and cross into this room and back out into that room. Um, You find a very small library uh, mm-hmm. It's not even a, a dedicated library. It's a book that just happened, a room that happens to have bookshelves in it, like a, a nice sitting room or parlor. I'll peruse the books here to see if any of them look interesting. Like, you are insubstantial. Like, I don't think you can pick up books. I'll, I'll sort of peruse the titles. Oh, of course. Titles. Uh, Everything that I have. The room is dark. I don't know if you can read these things at night. Can I, I can remove my continual light stone from my pocket. Yes, you can. And shed insubstantial continual light in the room. Yes, yes, you can. So, look at any books that have titles. Uh, you start scanning the books here. You find. Can I? Can I? In, can I uh, pass through the tiny cracks between the pages to read the books up close and personal? It's too close to the face. You're, you can't read paper when it's like adjacent to your eyes. Do any of them have titles? They just, it just seems like a person, like a boring noble's library, or do they seem like they would have belonged to a priestly book collector? I- the first sections that you go through look like your fairly typical collection of tomes. There's a, a large fiction section, 
Um, <laughs> then you've got a bunch of history books, um, a few scholarly works, and then you come to this other section that is, um, it looks like it's been more, uh, it's just like stacked on top of the bookshelf, not within it, but like sitting on top and stacked uh, horizontally rather than vertically. Can I read any of those? You can. They're a little bit damaged. Looks like they've mm-hmm. seen some serious wear and tear. But these books are a little bit more interesting. There's a bunch on the uh, a bunch of different books written by different authors on the various gods, different interpretations of what they might have been up to. There's one on the creation of the world that strikes you as interesting, although maybe not perfect for spell research. Uh, and then you come across a pair of books. Uh, one of them is entitled uh, "The History of Arcane." arcane enchantments and developments mm-hmm. which strikes you probably chat's upset that these books have titles on the sides what kind of ye old book has titles on the spine of a book the type that goes into a bookshelf so you can read it and you don't have to pull these things out <laughs> it's, okay. it's a uh, fantasy world alright uh, History of arcane. Would you say arts? enchantments and developments? Hmm. This has got to be. This has got to be it. How many books in total? How many are? So how many are on top of the bookshelf? There are eight sitting on top of the bookshelf, and they all look more worn and torn. Some of them you can okay. see some water damage on. One of them's got a little bit of fire damage. Uh, mm-hmm. The other one of these that really grabs your mind. Uh, or attracts your eye. You can just say it's not written on the outside, but the tome's bound in, but it's bound in human skin, so I know it's got to be good. What Exactly what Ryan said. <laughs> um, cool. Awesome. I will continue to search the keep to see if there's more books. I will also at some point want to cast a locate object book, see if there's a hidden stash somewhere. What do you do when you encounter bedrooms? I ignore them for now. I am I do need a soul for my amulet, but I don't know if this is the place to get it. Um, are you... Hmm. Oh. No, never mind. Nightbeer thought you were muted. He wasn't muted. He didn't say the book title. There's no book title. Um, yeah, I ignored the bedrooms for now, but I think I will probably do a locate object to see if there is a book collection somewhere else. Is there a basement or like a treasure chamber? Um, there is a, a cellar dungeon. near the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you find a jail, a mm-hmm. whole prison area, and there is also a treasury that you come across. Okay. I'll slip into the treasury. God, gaseous form plus teleport and like bags and cases. You just like you... gaseous form into everyone's treasury and steal all What do you think shit. I'm doing here, Neil? I don't think I'll, I'll probably just steal the books, but I do peek into the treasury and see if there's any secret books in there or magic items there is one book in the treasury what is it uh it it's open 
and you notice written on the list, it looks like a list of the people who have been in charge of the town. You can see uh, Lady Adinus Largewise and wife. And then you can <laughs> see, you know, uh, Lord Carrick. And you can see Lord Carrick's name is very intentionally crossed out, whereas Lady Adinus's uh, Largewise is written like, you know, deceased this date. And you can, it just has the, the names of the people who are in charge. Okay. That's interesting. Okay. I'll leave. Um, I will cast a locate object for accurate mental image, just like blah, 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 desired, but unique objects can be located. Oh shit! I don't need a chameleon skin for locate object. That's for the reverse. I'm an idiot. Really? Yeah, that's the obscure object that requires chameleon skin. Mm, which object object object. Forked twig. So easy. <laughs> should I un? Should I add this? Did I just add not those add two them? back to your, or add how many ever you you ended up spending? Uh, I think you rolled thirteen total. A uh, twelve total I chameleon rolled six. skins. No, six chameleon skins, and I used four. But didn't you roll two? Oh yeah, two d six and three and three. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then I, I cast a locate object while Wraith and we'll, there's no way to like specify like I want to look for valuable books. No, Interesting. No, no. You, it's either a general thing or if you know one item very well, you can look for that very mm-hmm. specific thing. Okay. Um, so I will look for, see if there's any books anywhere that I missed. So locate object will always ping on the closest book. So if you're in the treasury when you cast it, it will only find the book in the treasury. Mm-hmm. Wizard casts a spell, slowly turns, and senses when he's facing in the direction of the object located. I... So it will point me to the object, but it, but I can. So if I spin, right? Yeah. Um, 180 yards should cover the whole heap. Uh, I can stand in the middle and do like a 360. Sure enough, you find a book or a source of books in one of the bed chambers that you kind of just peeked your head in and back out of. Yeah, I'll go back up to that bed chamber then. then. This chamber appears to be where the Baron and Baroness live. Okay. Um, I don't know if the locate object is still going while I'm in there, but I'll, okay. I'll find the location of the books. Uh, there there are three books on the Baroness's nightstand. The Baron. Oh, it's a woman. So the Baron runs the place. This is his wife. Okay. Are both of them in the bed? Oh, yeah. They're cuddling together. Do they appear to be asleep? They do. We'll go over. It's like pitch black in here. I can't mm-hmm. read. Can I read the books? Mm-mm. Nope. It's just a little bit of starlight that is letting it coming in through the window that allows you to see what's going on. Do they look at all interesting? Like, are they look like old books, new books? Uh, they look fairly old. Uh, at least eighty years, not not ancient old. Do they appear to be of the age of like? Do they look like they're from? One of them looks like a diary, just based on its size. It's not a big thing. There's one big fat tome underneath a normal-sized book, and which is underneath the little diary. Mm-hmm. 
Can I make out if there is writing on the spine based on... Not enough light. Okay, I'll risk it. I'll let I'll creak out a little bit of continual light from my pocket, read the spines quickly, shove the light away, and then like disappear under the bed. Okay. I have 19 intelligence, so hopefully I can read very quickly. If I'm, I guess my robe is insubstantial, so it can't really block the light, right? Right. Like if I could, I would wrap my robe around the. But your books. robe is transparent, so. Yeah, so there is a flash of continual light in the room. Uh, and as that flash happens, you hear the people shifting in bed and someone going, Oh, what is that? Can I read the books before I shove the light back away? Give me an intelligence check to see if you can read the books fast enough, Ryan. I, I can't fail this really well. I could. Holy shit! I... <laughs> nope! You don't get the titles of the books. Um. All right, I put the light back away and disappear under the bed. Okay. Uh, How many minutes has it been? Since you came into the keep? Yeah. You said like um, 20 minutes to search no, the whole place? it's been about half an hour. Half an hour? Okay. Uh, you hear a masculine voice saying, Babe, what the hell? I'm sleeping. Yeah. A thin voice, wasn't me. Where did that light come from? I don't know. Maybe there's like wizards casting fireballs outside or something. Look, the guards will wake us if there's any problems. Wizards casting fireballs, that's ridiculous. Shut up, just come over here. I want to... I'm going to give it five minutes. Okay, they chat for a little while. Uh, You hear the bed creaking as they snuggle a little bit closer. And eventually they fall back to sleep. Light a candle while I'm incorporeal? Like light one of my incorporeal candles? Like if I'm incorporeal, can I interact with other incorporeal I don't things? Think so. No. Yeah. I think we have to do that again. <laughs> so after it sounds like they've dozed back off, I'll mist out from under the bed. And give me another D twenty. <laughs> and don't roll a one this time. Yeah. 23. Yeah. Stats now. Oh, to see. Uh, so you do catch the names of the book, the medium-sized one looks like a, a a novel sort of fictional book stories of the uh, stories of lost legends of heroes of Eridon <clears throat> uh, the larger one reads I'm blinking on the name it's uh, uh, the legends of the greatest wizards Arcadia has ever seen. <laughs> you asshole. All right, I put the continue light back in my pocket, disappear into the bed. They probably wake up. I saw it again! Uh, yes, you do get a, a feminine voice going, Honey, there's something going on. Wake up. The Baron goes, oh, Fine, fine. He kind of rolls out of bed. You hear the sound of flint on st- in Tinder. Uh, 
and then a candle gets lit. Yeah. I'm gonna like slip in. Can I slip like into the floorboards and just like? Yeah, it's stone floor, so you can kind of just okay. hang out under the bed. Yeah, and I'll yeah I'll wait here. I hope they go to sleep soon. But my plan would be to wait here until the spell expires. Uh, the Baron walks around the room, goes, "Look, sweetie, there's nothing in here." And she's like, "Well, why does it keep getting bright? I don't know. Well, it's almost a full moon. There shouldn't be anything that bright." Oh, fine. One of the guards, uh, the Baron, goes over and like knocks and you know, opens the door and shouts down the hallway. A few moments later, a servant comes by, rubbing his eyes. And the Baron's like, "Look, has anything been weird going on? We're seeing some flashes of light, maybe out of one of the windows." Go, go and ask the guards if they've seen anything strange. Oh, God. Give me some tea, too. And he sits back down heavily on the bed. She sits up, pulls out her diary, starts jotting in it. They, they chat a little bit. The servant comes back with a report from the guards. No, nothing unusual, my lord. Um, the, the flashes of light have been seen by the guards, too, but they've been you know, too brief to know what's going on. Like, oh, there's a court wizard when you need one. How, how, how's it coming finding a decent, half-decent wizard? God, we really need someone for things like this. Oh, sorry, my lord. He's, the look is still, the search is still going on. There's the go, go get the, go get the, the cleric. Lane. Have him bless the room and purge whatever demons are in here. Yes, my lord, we'll go fetch the cleric. Ugh. There, honey, are you happy? Are you satisfied? I, I think, you know what, I don't think, I, I mean, they say they're going to go get a cleric. Eh, I'll wait here and I'll wait it out. I was thinking of just going into my pocket to mention to wait wait this out and not have to listen to the whining, but I'll, I'm just going to hang here under the bed. Okay. Some time passes. They, they don't go back to sleep? The light no, stays no, on. They're, they're staying on. They both got candles lit. You can hear the scratching of her pen. Hmm. He's just... You can see his feet hanging off the side of the bed, and you can hear his occasional grunts. Uh, eventually, the there's a knock on the door, and a cleric comes into the room. In maybe another fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. cleric steps in, asks, what, "What can I do for you this fine evening, Lord?" He says, "Well, we've been seeing these weird flashes of light, and um, we're a little if concerned." Cleric- Casts any spell, I will disappear into my pocket dimension. Like, prepared action. Cleric says, flashes of light. Hmm. Well, uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And immediately begins chanting the words to a spell. Okay. Um, I will, yeah, disappear into my pocket dimension. Okay. Um, um, how can long I catch what spell he's casting before I disappear? It's a clerical spell, so I don't know I do if... Have, I, have this, I have spellcraft spellcraft work cross-platform like that? I assume so. You can get it even if you're not a spellcaster, can't you? I, mean, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Go ahead and make me a spellcraft check to see if you can te- uh, notice what spell he's crafting before you disappear into your pocket dimension. Nope. <laughs> Ooh, just barely no. Okay. Um, you have no idea, but you okay. don't stick around to find out. Um, and there's many hours before dawn, right? Yeah, you're here in the early... And so I do that from under the bed, so presumably when I come back out, I will reappear, probably corporeal at this point, under the bed. Does it take any verbal components to do this? I don't think so. 
doesn't really, it's pretty, I mean, it's just like a couple sentences in there. It's just like, like once per day, he can disappear into a pocket dimension for up to an hour. Once per day, while well, it's detectable only by spells that can discern dimensional openings and is immune to any attack. Also, there's no way of knowing what happened. You remain up there for an hour. Okay. So how long are you going to stay I'm going to wait there? for a full hour. I'll okay, so by hour. the time you come back, you're definitely going to be in human form. Yeah. So a human will reappear underneath their bed. Now it does say, while in, po- in the pocket dimension, he's detectable only by spells that can discern dimensional openings. So that be like a detect, I think detect phase, I think is a spell. But not detect magic? Um, it's It seems weird that it would specify only right. dimensional openings. I don't know if it is. Is it magic? I mean, it... Fold and is it a dimension? Stepping dimension. Hmm. I mean, so it seems like they wouldn't specify if a detect if a detect right. magic would work. It seems like they wouldn't say you need to be able to detect I, dimension. That's fine. Um, so an hour passes, and you reappear mm-hmm. flat on the ground. It's dark it's once again. The sounds of breathing are uh, have returned to normal. Okay. I slip out from under the bed. Okay. You slide on out. When Retrieve. You, how long does your uh, your deep pocket spell last? Ooh. Uh, I might be getting near that time. 12, uh, 21 hours. Okay, so deep pockets will... So it'll get three, so probably I've gotten to like 5 a.m. Right. right. Okay. Maybe a little bit later, because you memorize all your spells and then you cast deep pockets. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I will slip out from under the bed, corporeal now. Mm-hmm. People are asleep, right? People are asleep. A sleep spell would be really handy, although I think that might be enchantment. I think that is enchantment. I will slip the Book of Wizards out from underneath the stack. Mm-hmm. Take a few quiety tiptoe steps into the corner. Whisper the words to Dimension Door to myself and teleport downstairs into the library. Uh, words must be spoken. I don't think you can whisper them quietly. Well, okay, so I'll tiptoe far enough away that I can hopefully cast the spell without rousing the sleeping couple. So, right, like, I'll give them a, a closet. I'll give them a. Is there a closet I can walk into? No, there's like a wardrobe. No. Uh, they, these walls are made out of stone, so there's not actually like a separate closet room. There's like big ass wardrobe. I'll like go behind the wardrobe to maybe give them a penalty. I don't know that cat. I mean, would a verbal opponent awake most people? Um, I will do the normal thing I would do in yeah. this situation is give them a perception check at minus five to see if mm-hmm. they notice it. Okay. Um, but even if they do, they, they, yeah, you'll be gone by the time they wake up. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't know that they're... Whatever. Right. So whether whether they wake up or not, you don't know because you're gone. Uh, yeah. And you appear in the library. Is there anyone in the library? Nope. And I will stack up the other eight books um, are, that are on top of the bookshelf. Okay. Are there, any, you, are there any of the other tomes that look 
interesting. You said there were some historical tomes. Like, does their usual library catch my eye, or am I just nothing that is on the topic? Nothing that would be useful for spell research or. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'll research. leave it. I'll let them think that the ghost of Carrick came back to Retria's library or something. Maybe I should leave a note saying Carrick came back. To- I don't know. All right. So with this massive stack of the nine books in my hand, can I? Teleport is verbal only, so I can, holding this massive stack of books, teleport back to Mr. Rapid. So there is a round of reeling, and then it probably takes me a couple rounds to gather the books from the top of the shelf. So I'm probably two or three minutes in the library. So during those two or three minutes in the library, you would hear the sound, you would hear calls from upstairs, the library's downstairs, or the parlor's downstairs, and you would hear the sounds of doors opening and people shuffling around uh, and the alarm being raised. Really? Yeah. 19 on the perception, natural 19 on the the perception. Paranoid old bat. Okay. So with a stack of nine books in hand, Mm -hmm. I really should have visited Bookbinder while now. No, maybe I'll come back later to visit the Bookbinder. Hey. I got Uh, what I came for. 20 should be fine to teleport, right? There's like a 3% chance to teleport above. Yeah, you're fine. It's it's a 2% chance to teleport above and a 1% chance to teleport below. And I teleport back into my room. All the way back. nine new books. So you are back in Misty Rapids, back in your bedroom. You have acquired some new books. Let's say these books... um, It it was Arcane da-da-da-da, and the other one was the... Did you write down the names specifically? Uh, I wasn't. Um, yeah, I can't remember. It was like... Something about arcane... It's like uh, a history of arcane enchantments and developments. Yeah. And there was one you couldn't read, and there was one about... Now, the greatest wizards the continent has ever seen or something like a a biography of the greatest wizards in Arcadia or a, mm-hmm. something like that yeah am I one of the greatest wizards in Arcadia you will be old. if you put your name in the book <laughs> <laughs> pull a Malachi mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow um, what was did, do you want to tell me what the unlabeled book bound in human skin is? Or is that for a later revelation? That's fine. It's called um, Things That Crawl, Things That Stink, Things That Make Your Eyes Go Pink, uh, Bizarre Creatures and Their Effects. You want me to write that down? (laughs) (laughs) Bizarre creatures. Yeah. Their magical effects? And their effects. Which will probably include their magical or some uh, magical effects. (laughs) 
Things what was it called again? Things that <laughs> things that crawl, things that stink, things that make your eyes go pink. Bizarre creatures and their effects. <laughs> <laughs> I think All I right. found my new calling in life. <laughs> Naming weird books. Yeah. Um, um so so add let's see that that's gonna be two so 500 g a 500 gp book no, two 500 gp books and a 200 gp book so add 1200 so gp yeah and then what about the other what about the other six they 50 yeah so three so 1500 1500 to your library size how big is it now 1500 uh not enough 7033 then you need to get to 10,000 and you can do 500 yeah. per week basically uh that's if it's like if the dm is generous he can right. assume the wizard could find everything he needs given time and assume that one week of library building allows the character to spend up to 500 gp on books I think that was a nice, nice leap forward. Yeah. Count these out here. I think it's going to take a little bit longer. The Arcadia is kind of in a, a troubled state. Eridon especially is in a troubled state right now. The roads are not quite and so won't, safe. Won't anyone who has books be trying to get rid of them for some quick cash? That's true, but it's going to be hard to transport them and difficult to get word around. And- I- I'd be happy to show up and teleport them away for them. <laughs> if only you had means to contact these people remotely. You just got to invent the cell phone and you'll be fine. Um, so why don't we... I think there are there's two things I want to touch on um, yeah. before we end up for today. Um, the first is a very important thing that happens around in the keep here in Misty Rapids. Um, On October 22nd, Lady Dysek gives birth three months early. Okay. Um, October, what day was that heist? Why don't we switch switch back to Misty Rapids music? Sure. Uh, Right. So the heist was on September 28th. Okay, so it is like a week or so later. No, no, this is on October twenty second, so it's like three weeks later. Okay. That's a long. So, okay, so do we need to do anything? I mean, I'm happy if I can import if I can begin spell research while importing books. If we think, that, or if I can, hmm. I think you have to wait for your library to be built before you can start the spell research. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, so there's nothing for you to do specifically. There's you know, professionals on hand to do this. There's clerics and. Uh, midwives on hand. I will probably make a personal... I'll probably go back to Anvil, actually. To talk with the bookseller. Sure. Um, I think let's do that. Do you want to do that before we deal with Lady Dysek giving birth? I could hear you talking. Yeah, I know, because t- I'm trying to get my tablet set up, and it's volume up, and every time I try <laughs> okay. and get connected to chat, and I hear the... Yeah, you're fine. Um, yeah, so I, I think in that in that week before then, I would have made a couple day trip to back to Anvil. Maybe in disguise... No, I think... 
this time, probably probably as Ark Carl with the tabard and make like a, do like an official visit to the bookseller. Sure. So the, it's a, a book binder. They basically make books. They don't necessarily write things in it, but mm -hmm. uh, they can tell you who has been importing things, who's been asking for things. They, you know, they, they're in yeah. the book industry. They know a lot. Um, and yeah. they can so point you in the I, right directions. Yeah. So do I have any issues on the way there? I'm going to roll encounters. Or yeah, anything. let's roll some random encounters. Um, Animals probably shun me. Nope. 92 and 95 on the encounter table, so, or on the check, so mm -hmm. that's no encounters. An eventful episode. Okay. So I will visit the, so this is like three days after the heist, I will show up back in Anvil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. I will leave my phantom steed on the outskirts of town this time, mm -hmm. and walk in with my tabard of Misty Rapids and seek out the bookseller. Sure. So probably, so maybe... Looking, not like in disguise, but I don't know. Slightly different. Okay, the bookbinder is there. He's book in the middle of uh, walking one of his newer apprentices through the pressing of paper. Mm -hmm. When a different apprentice gets his attention and has him come over to you, pats down his hands on his pants and says, Ah, welcome! Yes, sir. Uh, our wizard of Misty Rapids? Yes, my name is Ark Carl. Um, I have been sending notice around the kingdom. So you you here in Anvil are a little tough to get a messenger to these days, so I thought to visit myself. Um, we are expanding our libraries in Misty Rapids, mm -hmm. uh, with particular emphasis in the arcane. Mm. And I... Well, I've been spreading the word to that Misty Rapids will pay handsomely for any books that may be of interest. Does this include mm -hmm. leads on? Is there a, a finder's fee for uh, <laughs> pointing them out? I would be happy to compensate you if you have such leads. Sure. Redport. Lord Red Redport. What's in Redport? I go to start. I really, yeah. There should be a proficiency, of, like I don't know what it would be, like to know how much it's you're supposed to tip people in such situations. Etiquette. I do have etiquette then. Love roll them. an etiquette check. Yes, what an appropriate tip would be. Uh, I th well, I, I think in this situation, the appropriate tip has to do with how much of a good impression you want to make. You know that paper sells for two GP per page. So, like, a one gold tip isn't that big of a deal to a bookseller, really. Mm -hmm. um, a, a 10 GP reward would be pretty solid. Um, mm -hmm. You give them more than that, and you've probably bought some loyalty, or at least you made a, a valuable impression. So, mm -hmm. how... How... Yeah, considering I think I only have... Considering I think I only... I'll probably start counting out gold as I... As, Tells me about Redport. I'll, I'll pay fifteen. It seems hard to tip fifteen GP. That's a lot of money. I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, it's just an odd, like it's slipping uh, slipping a platinum or a mithril piece is one thing, but like slipping fifteen GP. I mean, it's obvious that I'm. Yeah. I mean, whatever. He's yeah. Finder's fee. Yeah. Oh yeah. I start counting out. Red Redport, my lord. Right. There are. It is one of the greatest trade hubs in all of Aradon. Assuming, of course, you don't want to leave the kingdom. If you are interested in leaving the kingdom, 
then you might want to travel to Matava, although they may not take too kindly to your masculinity there. <laughs> um, if you could find a, a female guide through the kingdom, there that is the, the central trade hub for all of Arcadia, of course. Uh, but here in Eridon, Redport is the place to be. Great imports and great exports, including... Uh, a lot of obscure knowledge. Good to know. So I will. I'll. I'll eventually count out fifteen gold. Well, I suppose this will be a suitable finder's fee. And if you yourself um, come across any books or get any leads, or even have any pass through your doors, and would like to make another an extra copy, know that uh, my offer stands to. Buy whatever you happen across. Specifically on the arcane, or uh, any other topics you're interested in? I am a well-read man, so most books, so many books would interest me. Um, but yes, the arcane specifically. Of course, my lord. Well, I will make uh, make a special note of that. Yes, you may. Send for me in the keep of Mis- keep of Misty Rapids, or I, I will I will do so should I come across anything of value. I look around. Is this like a shop, or is it just like a, like a workshop, or is it's do a they have like, shop? There's a lot of um, big uh, wooden blocks, or kind of, I guess it's a uh, sheets of wood with bricks placed on top of them. You can look see underneath that they're pressing paper down there. There's these big water trays uh, where one ser- one uh, apprentice is pulping some wood to put in the water tray to you know get the paper going um, and then there's another section where a servant uh, an apprentice is cutting some leather to get the bindings for some books another one's you know going through some sinew um, here's they are this is the place where they make blank books so is uh so are there any books for sale here? Or is it like the, this is a, just a workshop? You can buy books here as well, but you're in, but it's, it's mostly a workshop. So do I, can I look at what books are there now? Sure. There's or? a whole row of uh, already bound books. Yeah. Of so before sizes. I, before I leave, I will take a look at it. Where's blank books um, oh. in varying sizes. None of these are properly protected to be spell books. You could, of course, mm-hmm. write a spell down, but if they get wet, they're probably going to get ruined. Okay. Hmm. How, how much for one of these? I went to the the notebook. Um, do you want a 50-page or a 100-page notebook? Or some variant in between? Eh, maybe a 100-page, sure. It's, is it one GP a page or something? It's two GP a page. That would be a 200 GP book. Um, if you were just buying them individually by the pages, but it's also bound, but you're buying a whole book at once. So I think you could probably get the whole thing for 200 GP, including bindings. And How is stuff. buying a blank book more expensive than buying a it's real book? A very book? good question, Ryan. I mean, I would, maybe they're less than 50 pages. Maybe, or maybe most of them use papyrus, or maybe the yeah. economics of Dungeons and Dragons doesn't actually make sense when you delve into it this closely. <laughs> um, so let's say the whole thing together is 50 GP for a 100-page book. 
If you want to buy is, uh, a single piece of paper, it's two GP, but if you buy them in bulk, it's a lot cheaper. Yeah. Is it particularly finely crafted? I'm impressed. It is. Whoops. Uh, well, you're not looking at the one. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. There are six books. One of them looks like it's falling apart and was made by an apprentice. It looks like a piece of crap. Like you could probably make things, something better if you were blindfolded and drunk. I think I'm making, yeah. Um, but there are two good ones there that look of you know, good quality. Yeah. I'll, I'll buy a book from him just to perhaps further ingratiate. He happily sells you a 100-page so book for 50 GP. Okay. So I will go ahead and buy that and take my leave. Um, so we'll just head back to Misty Rapids because I know we got to finish up soon. You've got to go. In, uh, what, like I actually, minutes? no, I don't have to. No, I'm not in as big of a rush. I do have plans tonight, but it's okay. not the same. Um, do yeah, you have enough bad. time to do another part if we take a break right now? Um, a quick part and wrap okay. up like four-ish. Yeah. Sure. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to deal with the birth of Baron Song's child, as well as a you few more details. <laughs> Abomination. See you guys on the other side of our break. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Dicing with Death. Let's skip straight to the 22nd of October. That is the day Baron Song's son is born. Um, I think... Does this happen in the keep of Misty Rapids? This happens in Misty Rapids' keep. Presumably I am summoned for the birth? Everyone is around for this thing going on. Everyone's on high alert. Mm -hmm. um, you and Haynes and Baron Song are in the uh, in a room right next to the birthing room. The birthing room happens to be Baron Song's bedroom. Um, so you guys are in the, I guess, the war room, which is near to the bedroom. Uh, Haynes is being his usual jovial self although you've noticed his jovialness has diminished as of late he's become more and more his sister was just murdered right yeah she was murdered a couple months ago but he was already ostracized from the family yeah but he you've noticed he's become a little bit more grim as time has worn on mr rapids will do that to you but this is a joyous moment for haynes he's pretty cheerful kind of you know walking around, sticking his elbows out, being like, so, Baron, if it's a boy, what are you going to name him? Baron Song just gives him a scowl, and he's like, well, what if it's a girl? Baron Song gives him an even deeper scowl. He's like, all right, it's definitely a boy. Okay, sure, sure. But um, have you considered naming him Hans? Song says nothing. Haynes looks to you for moral support. Hans is a good name for a boy, right? It's a good, strong name. If it's a girl, might I suggest Carol? Carl? Oh, Carol. God. Uh, Haynes gives a, a bit of a chuckle. <laughs> Carol. Um, I I don't know what that means. But sure, sure, Carol's a good name. Uh, Roll my eyes. Are, is, are we in, like, this is the delivery room no no this is the war room the delivery is okay. happening in the next room over baron song is not present for the delivery of his child oh i feel like georg might want to be present for the birth of the demon child that brings about the end of the earth but you can do that then who is is there a doctor who's there's a midwife and a cleric in the room 
Which cleric? Emma. Mother Emma? Yeah. Really? Yep. She is overseeing the birth of the child and will bless it as it comes into the world. Okay. I'll hang out in the war room for a bit. If thing if there's a lull, I may wander next door to oh, the there's, birthing. Oh, there's a lot of lulls. Baron yeah, Salt seems very nervous, and Haynes is joking is not helping his uh, mental state. <laughs> yeah, I probably try to cheer him up, but I'm even worse than Haynes. Mm-hmm. And eventually I'll walk next door, poke my head in. Sure. Uh, Emma waves you in, stops you before you come all the way around on the uh, visual side of things. How's, how's it going? Mm, oh, quite well, she says as uh, Lady Dysek is screaming and like clawing at people. This is not going well. Ah! <laughs> uh, do I have any spells for this occasion? Lady or Mother Emma <laughs> says, "I trust we won't be needing any of your <laughs> magics this afternoon." I have many expertise. How in childbirth? Have you ever delivered a child before? Have you? No. This will be my first assisting. You know, I could I could shrink the child. It would probably just pop right out, wouldn't it? Mother Emma blinks a few times. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what if it's a good idea to be enchanting uh unborn children. <laughs> Something tells me that's probably a bad idea. Something tells me it's probably too late. Well then, uh, uh, there's nothing else you need? I'm like trying to peer over her shoulder to see what's going on. In, in I mean, there's, you know, she's on a bed, there's knees propped up, and there's a midwife in between, like a quarterback or a, a center ready to hike the ball. Um, no, I think we just need to let nature take its course. Martha and Nadinus will see that this is done properly in the background. There's the cries and the screams and the push, push, and the ah! I just don't want to make the birthing sounds right now. But imagine, you know, the, the awkwardness or the intensity of a, mm-hmm. a birthing room. Well, let me know if there's anything you need. Aaron Song is quite nervous. Mm. I guess I Most expectant fathers are, I, I hear. I go to the room next door again, I guess. So you hang out there for a few minutes until someone comes to knock on the door. It's a mm-hmm. visibly disturbed servant who uh, says, mm-hmm. um, my lord, your, 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 your child is born. It's uh, the boy. We all go rushing next door, I guess. Mm-hmm. Baron Song is the last one to enter. He's taking his sweet time getting here. Really? Oh, yeah. He's taking his time to walk across these rooms. All right. When you walk in, you see Mother Emma's face. It's kind of like white and a little ashen. Mm. She seems surprised. I go to take a look at the baby. Uh, There's this kind of pink skinned but with like this greenish fluid all over it uh small undersized infant in the arms of the uh, midwife you notice a a small tail sticking off the back of it 
Is um, Lady Dysek is holding the infant? No, no. Lady Dysek is almost passed out in the bed, just exhausted. The midwife is holding the infant. Oh my. Greenish fluid. Is that. But who's holding the baby? The midwife. Yeah. Is there anything? It's still regular skin, regular color. Pinkish, skin. Yeah, pinkish skin. The a little couple inch tail sticking off the back of it. Or it's mm-hmm. oxel. Uh, oxel, yeah, it's yeah. bones. Hmm. Lady Dysek eventually demands to hold her son. Uh, takes him in her arms and acts appropriately. Baron Song looks over at the child, the, a grim face then pulls you aside to a corner. Um, and in a, a moment of vulnerability says, <clears throat> Children aren't normally born with tails, are they? Uh, so sometimes they are. I mean, we all, we all have little remnants of one. I, I think this happens from time to time. Nothing to be concerned about. You don't think this has anything to do with the I'm blessings sh- that were incurred? I'm, I'm sure it will be, will be, will be fine. Mother, Mother Emma, I like pull the priestess over. This happens from time to time, right? Assure, assure the Lord. Maybe one in a, one in a thousand men are born uh, with tails. It's my first child. Uh, mid- midwife, midwife, would you come over here, please? <laughs> uh, the midwife right, assures please. you guys that yes, there's some small percentage of people that have small tails, and um, it's not to be worried. We can, you know, cut it off when the baby's a little bit stronger. Uh, usually, they survive the process too. It's, it's not too much to worry about. Don't don't panic yourselves. Baron Song nods and dismisses the other two and pulls your ear to the side. Well, not physically, but you know, pulls you to the side and says, would you, can you you must have some spells to detect the notice, see if there's anything unnatural about this child. <clears throat> I nod thoughtfully yes it's probably more up Mother Emma's alley but I understand the importance of discretion yes yes this will be done um, let's take a look at what it would cost me to do a true seeing Do we have anyone in the dungeons right now? There's probably I don't a few ask prisoners in the dungeons. You know, normal people, guys that have someone that's broken something, someone that stole something from someone. Typical prisoners. Papa's gonna need some souls. All right, um, I will discreetly slip into the back into the war room. 
Um, I'll ask Branson, would you like me to do this now? He nods hurriedly. I'll discreetly slip back into the war room to cut myself and charge a true seeing. Bring my con to six and my perception to 11. That reduces your HP too, doesn't it? Yeah, it reduces my HP by nine, doesn't it? How many times have you rolled a one on your... That doesn't really matter. How many times have you rolled a one on your HP? Because that wouldn't reduce those. I don't don't think ever, but I don't know how you can even account for that. Well, hold on. You have... How much HP do you have? 26. 26. How does... I don't... It's 2.8 per level. That's actually above average, slightly. Yeah. Average would be 22.5 HP. So, I go back into the room, and I cast my true seeing, and then go back into the room. Your eyes shine with a bright purple... Lady Emma immediately notices and has a look of concern on her face, but says nothing. I think I, I think I meet her gaze, look daggers in her direction, and then look to the boy. I've probably got my hood pulled over, but that probably just makes it even more ominous. Yes, slight purple light emanating from underneath the. Very, very faint. It's not really strong, but someone might notice a glow. Um, see on the recipient ability to see all things as they actually are. The spell penetrates. Da, 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 da. I think I would also like to do a no alignment. Can a baby have an alignment? And if it does, that would probably be very concerning. True seeing. Okay, uh, you as you gaze upon the child and see it for what it becomes- truly is. You notice invisible a, becomes yeah. Sorry, go ahead. You, you notice can. a pair of tiny nubby horns on top of the child's head that weren't there before you stepped back into the room. Have they grown, or are they like in another plane, or just, just telling me that it's it's true nature? Uh, those horns are part of the are are there in some sense, even if they don't show up with the normal mm-hmm. eyes. There's mm-hmm. definitely some horn protrusions too. Little tiny little nubs, just like little bumps on the bald baby's mm-hmm. head. Anything else? Like, do I. It, it is seem like it's a human. I yeah. guess it doesn't seem like a human at all. Even the aura projected by creatures becomes visible so that alignment can be discerned. I can focus my vision to the ethereal plane, bordering um, actually, area. Yeah, you would notice a, a faint aura around the child kind of a, a grayish or it's really small and thin and it kind of just covers the outline of the child around you so like an aura of evil of um, magic polymorph change or enchanted okay, so the alignment can be discerned yeah so i think i should be able to tell if it's like an evil aura or is it just like great potential to become evil or good. Uh, there is a, a faint evil aura around the child. Um, now, that probably doesn't necessarily mean that the child is a creature of pure evil. It might just mm-hmm. be tainted with evil. It might not actually be the child's... It might be 
an aura placed on the child rather than one originating from within the child. But there is definitely some very faint evil aura and little nubs on the head where horns would be or might be now and just invisible or in another plane or something. There's something twisted going on here. Yeah, that's obvious. How much does Lord Song want to know? After studying the child for a few moments, I look around. Has everyone's attention on me? No, most people are watching the, yeah. the mother and the child. Okay. Haynes is asking to hold the baby, and uh, Lady Dysek is jealously guarding him. Mother Emma is comforting the woman, and you're talking to her. Uh, the midwife is resting in a chair after a long yeah. delivery. Baron Song is pacing back and forth with his arms folded. I, I think in the back of the room, I stand beside Baron Song and lean in. I have seen beyond the veils of this reality to your son's true form. The magics that created him have left an impression. He's Well, there is an aura about him. He has the potential to do great things. And it is up to you to shape that. He could be a force of great evil or great good for this realm. But however you cut it, he will not be like most men. He's destined for greatness. Be careful he does not suffer the wrong influences. He nods slowly. Thank you. He seems healthy. Like a child born two months prematurely doesn't doesn't usually doesn't usually doesn't usually get as healthy, right? Um, I mean, he's undersized for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got a tail and I, I don't know if you'd necessarily call him healthy <laughs> yeah. shit's fucked up <laughs> but he's not like getting rushed off to the Nike queue or anything no not that there's a, a knee queue here yeah. so is have they named him no uh, no name has been given yet Has my true my true seeing? I'll wait for my true seeing to wear off before I draw any attention to myself. Can I look at my potions with the true seeing and tell if they're cursed? No. No. All right. Okay. All right. So I will wait for it to wear off. So that I'm not like pink eyed and disturbing and removing my hood. And if no one has said anything, I'll ask. So, what will you name him? He'll be named after myself. Noken Song the second. Young Noken. A strong name. So. <clears throat> has the mother blessed this room or anything? That's the, baby. the blessing must have happened while you were while the delivery was actually being made mm-hmm. when you were out of the room. 
Um, is the priestess still here? Mm-hmm. Baron Song walks to the door and, and calls from it. Georg, I have need of you. He calls me Georg or he calls me... He calls you Arcana. Georg. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, he walks into the war room. Does anyone else, does anyone take note of this? If they do, they don't show it. I follow after him. I probably pause for a few seconds, not sure how to react. Follow after. I have a task for you. I hope you you know that I have eyes and ears that extend beyond yours. I would hope. I tend to spend most of my time with my eyes and ears buried in a pile of books. Tragedies that have befallen Shirebrook have hit our dearly beloved Haynes hard. As is to be expected. Tragedies. You mean his his sister's death? Yes. The death of her husband. Husband, too. I hadn't heard. Additionally, the region has been flooded with refugees. Great turbulence has occurred near the mountains down there. There, I have gotten word that Haynes is considering leaving to assist his fallen his former sister, his niece uh, yes, his niece this could be to our benefit, could it not? having an ally in the region? I need him here, he has duties to attend to that cannot be replaced I think a reminder is in order. Something to keep him focused and make him aware the oaths he's sworn and the loyalties he's pledged. Haynes has a young child. I'm sure you've seen it around, the baby. His wife has recently birthed. Yes, we are a lucky keep. Mm-hmm. Uh, blessed with so many young lungs. If you would remind him that his family is important and they stay here by our as long as he stays in our good graces a as subtle a gesture as a man like Haynes would understand keep him here 
to make him appreciate that the oaths he's sworn to me cannot be undone and cannot be ignored. Yes. Perhaps were his wife to have a minor accident, it would be possible to move sometime. He says, not making eye contact with you once during this whole conversation. He eventually looks at you directly. Mm-hmm. You understand? I think I do. An oath to you, Lord Song, is a powerful and sacred thing. I think if Haynes's faith in such an important oath is wavering. Perhaps he will be visited by spirits of traitors. Higher power. Yes. Very well then. Is there anything else? No. That is it. I bow deeply and leave the room. The he heads fuck? out and heads back into the room with the baby and all the wonderful sounds get... and the squeals and the peekaboos. He's got to give just enough specifics to make it. Well, I was thinking a visit from the wraith might be enough to spook him, but. God, court wizard. I'm not some. Just to orchestrate uh, an accident for his wife. So do you think that's something that you can do in 10 minutes? Or is that something that we should come back to later? Maybe come back to. What does is, what is his wife do? Does she like have Cookie. any hobbies? Writing? Um, she's kind of a homebody. She mostly hangs out with her newborn son. Um, you know, likes to go for walks. Likes to watch the men practice in the yard. Does some, you know... Has some hobbies to keep her busy. Likes to knit. Uh, she's she's in stark contrast to Haynes, who's you know, the big outgoing personality. Uh, she's a lot kind of more quiet, a little bit more mousy. She's still um, social, like he is, but she's a lot more reserved. She likes activities that are solo and that she can do by herself that don't take her away from the keep very far so she likes to knit and she likes to cook uh, even though there's already an existing cook Um, she likes the the smaller domestic things while he likes the big outdoor wild adventuring party style yeah so you're saying none of her hobbies could reasonably wind up getting her hurt she's not gonna fall off a horse riding or get maimed hunting no but she does move around the keep a lot. Spends a lot of time inside. And there are staircases. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't want to do that. 
haven't been Georg for long for a while, Ryan. You're you're getting soft on us. Not even a real adversary. Push some poor lady down the stairs. <sighs> In any case, I'm gonna go to the dungeons and take out some of my frustrations on a prisoner. Okay. <laughs> uh, you can go down there, light your way. Do you take any precautions to prevent an- another prisoner from seeing your? I might need two. How many are there down there? Um, there are two down there actually. Six plus one. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. So I'll do. You go ahead and do them both in. Sure. So alleviate my, clear my stats, and put a soul in the amulet. Okay. Um, do we need to do anything with that? So I, yeah. Draw, We're well practiced at this by now. Familiar tingle of life force flowing through you. Your yeah. So I'll. Build. I can't. I can only alleviate plus one to my stats, right? Right. Are your stats down by two? They would be if I wanted to refill a true seeing. So I won't do that. Or I could do that and not have a soul. I think I'd rather have a soul. Okay. Um, would there be any benefit to shoving Cookie down the stairs right now? Where is Cookie at this moment? Uh, she's in the room with everyone else. Yeah, so there's no point in going invisible this very moment. And shoving Cookie down the stairs. Well, I mean, eventually she's going to leave the room. Yeah. That's something you want to do? I think if you can do it now, it'd be good to get it out of the way so we can skip ahead in time a little bit more. Okay. So I will cast Invisibility before... Um... Actually, I can't quite do that, can I? Oh, no, I can charge a second charge of invisibility. Sure, yeah, I'll charge a second charge of invisibility, draining my stats before I remove the first soul. So there's two invisibility, one magic missile. You use the invisibility, you... And I'll replenish my stats. Cool. Replenish a soul with the other prisoner. I leave the butchered bodies in their cells for now. We don't have a body disposal, do we? No. Can set the skeletons to chopping them up or something, but I don't bother with that yet. We need a, we need a monster in the basement to eat our bodies. It's mm. a really good idea. Do you, so you turn invisible and when she goes uh, down the staircase, yet. you give her a, a little push? I might do that. Yeah. God. Nothing to do with this. But I think I get my blood worked up harvesting those souls. Am I covered in blood? Or can I, I go, I'll clean Your up. Your sleeve is. Your arm is, yeah. yeah. I'll clean it up a little bit so at least I don't leave blood stains on her or go upstairs covered in blood. But my robes are black for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll turn invisible. 
eventually you see people are leaving, you know, Mother Emma and the midwife leave first. Um, mm -hmm. Haynes and Cookie are hanging out with a couple of the other servants. Eventually Haynes and Cookie uh, say that they're going to head off and Haynes is carrying the, his son. Actually, <clears throat> I didn't roll for the gender. Yep, his son. Um, and the two of them head down the stairs to the ground floor to go get something from the kitchen, leaving Baron Song and a couple of servants so the, in there with Lady Haynes Jackson. and Cookie walk side by side down the stairs. Yeah, Haynes so holding their child. Is Haynes in front, Haynes in back? Adjacent, side by side. Cloak overhead. Would I... Shoving her down the stairs would certainly break invisibility, correct? If it was a big, hard push, that would be an attack, but I think I a like gentle... Oh, yeah, I think if you just, like, stuck out a staff or, or just held something to trip her, that wouldn't, or maybe, like, a gentle tap wouldn't. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I'll do that right here, right now. Which one? Right in front of Haynes. Um... Actually, if I wiped some blood on her, would that be an attack as well? Wiped some blood? I think someone in chat's just wiping blood on her forehead as like a mark of... No. I'll go ahead and um, hold out an invisible staff to her ankle as she walks down the stairs next to Haynes. Okay. I can pull it up. Next check for Cookie, which I think that is a fail. Let's double check her decks. Five, six, seven, eight decks on a nine is a fail. She does a, a quick tumble down the stairs. Um, you hear, ooh, I think she's got six HP because she took five damage from that fall. Uh, you hear a kind of a crack and a crumble um, as Hane gives a cry for her and people come out of rooms. Mother Emma turns around. She's near the front door. Um, seeing, you know, sees Cookie crumpled and Hane's running over to her and jaunts back. Mm -hmm. uh, Mother Emma quickly casts a Cure Light Wounds on Cookie to mend her her injuries. Then another one, uh, patching her up to, to full HP and mending whatever minor breaks there were. Uh, in fact, it would have been, been better. Chat's like, you almost killed her. It would have been better if she was in negative HPs. She was conscious of the whole thing. Spain's arrest. Uh, Haynes is right looking so worried over her. You know, his wife almost mm -hmm. just fell down the stairs and died. Thank God mm -hmm. Mother Emma was there, he's thinking, saying aloud. Um, mm -hmm. When Baron Song appears at the top of the staircase and says, It's a good thing you were here to keep an eye on her, Haynes. It'd be terrible if she were to trip while you were gone. And then heads back to his room. I think, oh, go ahead. I think I will whisper still invisible to Lord Song as he's walking back to his room. That ought to sow the seeds that I think a a visit from no Perhaps a visit from the Wraith may be necessary to cement his loyalty. 
the, I think that Baron Song nods and says, uh, if he forgets again, do remind him. And I will invisibly return to my study. So Song probably sees the door to my room creak open and shut. We're going to try and get one more thing done. It's just a short conversation that happens a week later. A week and change later. On the 1st of November. Okay. Am I feeling content with the accumulation of books that I would be staying home through all of this? Um, Yeah. So you're bringing in 500 GP of books a week. Uh, Let's see. I figured out it will take you until November 28th to fill your library. But there will will be a steady supply of books coming. So it's not like I'm busy enough inventorying them and paying for them. Yes. Um, You might, do you have, if you have any other spell research that you want to do or any like lower level spells or any scrolls or potions, we can do that during this time. Okay. Maybe let's fuss with that later. Okay. Uh, On November. Say that I was doing that. Sure. Um, On November 1st, Mm -hmm. there's one other thing we need to get to here. This is two days before Mm -hmm. your birthday. Uh, Baron Song pulls you aside <laughs> one day mm-hmm. and says, mm, I have a question for you about the treasury guards. Knowles, yes. Can they be placed under the command of Haynes temporarily? be instructed to follow his orders. That's the thing we said, right? I can I can tell the skeletons to obey I think so. Someone else's commands entirely. You used a control on dead scroll, right? I used an animate dead. Animate dead scroll. That's a wizard scroll. Hmm. Animate dead. Okay. Mm. This can follow the caster, remain in the area. Spell cause Obey the simple verbal commands of the caster. Can I transfer that to another? Can I say, listen to whatever this guy says? I don't know if you could say listen, but you could say follow and protect from danger, this person. Mm-hmm. Um, I do not, I do not think that Haynes will be able to command the guards. I, they can be instructed to follow him, protect him. I may be, be able to set up. That should be enough for our yes. purposes. How it's much do you know on. of the happenings of Thornwood? I heard a rumor the other day that uh, the Countess was murdered. She was, as was her replacement and his replacement. Wow. Thornwood now rests in the hands of a Lady Leatherback. Hmm. This Lady Leatherback was, till very recently, a minor figure, Petty Lord. The disturbances there have created a sense of unrest. I hear the loyalties are divided. Our dear friend Vanessa has proven 
worth her time, worth her money. I would like to see Haynes at the head of a column of treasury guards walk in and assume command of Thornwood so that my family and I may move in. My eyes go wide. Is Haynes, has Haynes agreed to this? I have not spoken to him about this yet. Hopefully it should pass without problem. He needs reminding of his oaths that can be arranged. Nod. The other part of this would be a need to oversee this town, Misty Rapids. If I were to ascend throne in Thornwood Keep, I would need a loyal servant to me, someone who is undeniably loyal to run this barony in my absence, he says, contacting you. And just gaze. Are there any local lords you had in mind? Any there that you is can one who could become local lord if you feel up to the task. Where are we having this conversation? Um, I think this is probably in his personal chambers. I think I'll take a knee, or like I'll stand up from my chair. And... Elige, I, I don't know what to say. I never had an eye for this sort of power, at least. But it continues to be an honor to serve you. If you, if you need me to manage Misty Rapids in your stead, I would be happy. Hmm. Good command. I, I think demonstration of our non-magical art force would be appropriate to assume command of Thornwood. Haynes leading a small contingent backed by or headed by these knolls should be enough to take the city without any bloodshed. It appears the half-blood in Thornwood has left after her mistress had died. Where she is now, no one knows. But she was the only real sign of force in there. So give, you... the, give the creatures the command to follow Haynes on the day after tomorrow. I will have banners readied. They will set out. And by this time next week, you can come visit, kneel before me, and how does the song, the title, Baron Georg, fit you? You'll need to pick a last name for yourself if you're going to become a lord. This is 
A great honor, my liege. I am at a loss for words. I will make the arrangements. You're sure you don't need my help in taking one with her? If it comes to a fight, you might be needed. You lurk in the shadows and keep a watchful eye. I always do. Um, and because I really want to get through some of this stuff today, we're just going to proceed with this thing. I've got some dice rolls to make. Most of this has already been semi-planned out in advance, assuming that you would agree to these terms. Christ, I was not expecting that. I don't even know if that's what I wanted, but I guess my my keep's already here. Mm -hmm. Or my stuff's already here. No need to relocate uh, Forge at this point. Um, yeah, so I would command the Knolls to follow Haynes and protect him. Um, I will probably travel alongside in secret. Um, it's so yeah. So maybe a, some of the so maybe some of the folk in this countryside do see a mysterious black-robed figure in the hills overlooking the column. Um, so the three knolls, one has a mithril longsword, probably and probably a non-magical shield. The other has its magical axe and magical shield. Mm -hmm. Third wields wind shear and scimitar. Probably a shield as well. So broken. Walking alongside. I could have even conjured phantom steeds for them. but um, Alright. So yeah. it is uh, Haynes with the three gnolls and uh, excuse me, some of the knights under Baron Song's command that live in the country uh, raise their banners as well. Mm -hmm. And a force of 50 men led by Haynes and the three gnolls Arches on Thornwood. How does Haynes um, feel about this whole thing? Or do I not do I talk to him at all leading up to it? Or is am I fairly estranged? Uh, if you would like to speak to him about this, you can. Uh, we're not going to do it in roleplay okay. form. I'll just give you the information because we're so pressed for time. Mm -hmm. uh, Haynes feels very uncomfortable uh, marching <sighs> on another sovereign capital. Um, mm -hmm. This is the county over, isn't it? No, no, no this, is, this is the capital of your county. This is our, yeah. yeah. Uh, they can't keep their shit together. Baron Song's the only one who's been alive for more than... Yeah. Anyways. But ever okay. since Cookie so fell down the stairs, uh, Haynes has been not jolly. You know, the, okay. the excitement and joy that he normally shows on his face is pretty much all gone now. So Aaron Song doesn't leave me enough creativity. I was planning on sneaking into his bedchambers in the middle of the night as the wraith and like color spraying his wife and child and giving him, the, giving him a speech as the wraith of Misty Rapids telling him. Uh, anyways. I, I wish that sounds amazing. And <laughs> if only we had more time, but we don't. So Haynes will go along with it, but he's growing more emotionless um whether he's content or not is hard to read on his face he's just are we breaking him slowly turning him into kelgrower the second something like that maybe <laughs> uh, they they march on the town the gates are shut or they shut the gates when they see the troops coming but haynes has 18-100 um, strength oh does haynes bash them off? i was gonna say i could probably knock them from afar um let's see um, that is, I think, enough to open even a held gate. A 9 on a d20 for 18-100 strength. 
that enough? Let's take a look at the strength table. Um, oh, it's barely just not enough. Okay, uh, how far away am I? I think I'm with, the, oh, yeah. Is he, he can try again? He can try again. The second uh, bash against the gate does open it, though, with a two on a d20. Mm -hmm. um, so Haynes literally brute forces the walls to Thornwood open. Um, his rippling muscles. How many of the knights are mounted? Was Haynes mounted? Or was Haynes, Haynes was mounted on this big-ass mm -hmm. warhorse. The, all the knights are mounted. Their troops are all uh, on foot. And okay. they walk into the city. Uh, none of the guards, the town guards, put up a fight. Uh, you can or if you're invisible, you can follow discreetly. Um, I think I will dimension door into the city somewhere to give me a good vantage. Is there like a hill? Isn't Thornwood built on like a slope? No. Thornwood's a different city. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I would dimension door into the city, so I like enter separately and find myself a good vantage to watch the column march in. And They march in actually... right up to the keep. Is there violence, or does the town... Not just... in the town itself. There are people shrieking and fleeing, but no mm -hmm. one tries to fight the column as they march through the town. Mm -hmm. uh, Haynes gets to the keep, which you know is shut. Uh, archers are on the, coming out on the walls. Soldiers are getting geared up. There's a, a quick exchange about, like, what's the meaning of this? And Haynes delivers a prepared speech that you had heard Baron Song telling him to memorize about how the, the, the weakness of the lords here has caused all, the, all these problems, that the incompetence of the leadership has resulted in one after another being murdered, and it is time for a, an appropriate power to take over, then politely asks Lady Leatherback to resign her post so he does not have to uh, enforce the will of the people for peace and prosperity upon them. Uh, she says, no, I'm not, I'm not giving up the keep. At which point Haynes says, you know, then I will have to take it by force and starts walking towards the gate when a hail of arrows and bolts comes down on him. He's still stoned, isn't he? He is stone-skinned, yes. So they take off a couple of charges. He gets to the gate and natural one knocks it down and the first pushes open the 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 doors behind it or rips open the doors behind it would be a portcullis so ben bar's lift gates what's his chance to ben bar's lift gates probably pretty good 40 percent chance to ben bar's lift gates jesus 25 uh, and then immediately just like lifts the gates um there's other guards inside yes you can hear the I sounds. I imagine the gnolls will see this as requiring protection and immediately set to cutting guards to pieces. Fighting occurs mostly between the gnolls and the people and the, the guards there, but it's short-lived. There's a the guards, a few of them fall, and then the rest of them fall back and surrender. Uh, it's pretty easy to see the discord that's already sown amongst the people here. Normally, <laughs> castle guards would defend and you know, give up their lives to hold something, even against overwhelming odds. Uh, but these guys are breaking really quickly, and you can see the leadership from even from your vantage point uh, is wavering, and you know people are holding back their actions and telling people not to engage. 
it is a, a little while longer that Haynes comes out on top of the castle uh, and you see the, the flag go down and the, the snake flag go up and Thornwood is Baron Songs because I really want to get to the end of November today. We're just going to skip through some stuff, but that's fine. Um, because we can kind of retroactively do these things, but I want to set some things in stone ahead of time. Where is Ramdal through all of this? That is an excellent question that you cannot tell from the outside. Okay. I think after the chaos, I will enter the keep and go to Ramdal's study. Um, so, so I probably already dimension doored into the keep if we established mm-hmm. that. And then I into this city, so I guess I can't dimension door into the keep, but oh well, we'll get to that. Right. Or maybe not. Um, the flags change. He takes over. You find out that uh, Ramdel, when he saw Haynes column marching down, uh, GTFO'd. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took his spell books and vanished, and no one knows where he is. Mm-hmm. Um, his tower is still there. Of course, it's wizard locked, so you can't really get in. I guess you could probably I have a knock spell. It. Yeah. And what level is Ramdal? I might even be you, a lot lower. Yeah, so he may, I may even be able to just open if he's less than level. If he's not higher than level five, I think I can just open it. I think you can just open it then. A wizard four or more levels higher. Yeah, you can just open his doors. Yeah. Um, so you have access to Ramdal's tower and all of his belongings if you want to take them for your own. I don't know how you want to play the relationship between you and Ramdal. No, I'll probably leave it intact. I will like copy his library at some point, but sure. so maybe that's where I get some <laughs> a week's worth of books at some point. Right. Pay to have them transcribed. Um, and then we're just going to skip to the 28th and you can pay out the rest of your money for your library to get it the rest of the way there. Um, so you will have your full 10,000 GP library uh, furnished on the 28th of November. Yeah. Um, there is a... a uh, why don't we come... Next time we check in on Georg, we'll actually do the uh, lording Sorry. ceremony for you. Okay. And uh, you'll need to think of a last name for yourself. Okay. Um... And then we can do spell research and all that fun stuff too. Yeah, I'm trying to think how to pay for the last. Oh, I do. Can I just pay with some of that amethyst and sure. some gold? Yeah, you can just pay. So I'll do a thousand gold and then delete the amethyst. Cool. Um, you also have silver and platinum if you want to expend those. Yeah, I didn't feel like fussing with that. All right, so my library is now worth 10,033 GP. Research spells, and and I think that opens more potion recipes to me and magic items when I get to that point. Yes, it should open quite a bit to you. Um, a ten thousand GP library gives you six potion formulas, five magic item formulas, and fifth level spell research. Um, somewhere in here, we did cross from. September to October and to November. So you actually probably owe like a thousand GP in um, supplies. Okay. I'll pay 500 platinum. Sure. Um, And 
starting November, I don't think you need monthly expenses because you'll be, um, uh, yeah, you'll be uh, barren something, and you'll actually have a net in a passive income from your lands. Yikes! That was a hell of an episode. Yeah, I know we had to rush through some of that stuff there at the end, and I apologize for the the rushing through it, but it needed to be done. Uh, and we can visit some of those things in more detail the next time we check in on Georg. Holy hell. Why don't we do some experience? Yeah, I'm kind of running late. Um, yeah, I was just going to ballpark it all real quick. Because um, we did do the stuff from the last session, and then you did a bunch of shit here. You slept with Medusa. You killed some kobolds. You got a, you almost killed Cookie. Uh, I don't know. You did some other stuff. So I was going to ballpark it all at 6,000 GP uh, XP. Okay. I have 36 spell levels used between the two escapades. Last so session. Add 1,800 then. Mm -hmm. So that's 7,800. Yeah. And you get a 10%. Yeah. Did you include item XP? I did not. So that's another 600 for the potions. Mm -hmm. So it should be 8,400 times 10%. 9240. 9240. Okay. Woo. Um, so that, ladies and gentlemen, is today's episode with Dice of Dicing with Death. Tomorrow we'll do Hardcore Heroes, and the day after that we'll do more Dicing with Death, although it'll probably be Roy-centric. Mm -hmm. Which will be a nice break from the terrors of Dicing with Death. <laughs> yeah, that got a, that was a little darker than I was expecting, but isn't it always? Isn't that isn't that what Georg's all about? Also, Georg's eighteen years old. Happy birthday, Georg! Happy birthday, Georg! Unfortunately, your birthday was marked by the uh, siege of Thornwood. Sounds like an excellent birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any final words before we shout out? Uh, before we take off? No. Thank you for watching. Um, see y'all Saturday. See you guys Saturday. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye.